All right, Tuesday night, and we are live. As always, I hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Full 90 minutes of fury. Lots of new stuff coming out today. Let's hop right into it. Put that first one up for me, other. Byron York tweet. IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley testified. I'm just setting this up. I know another whistleblower came out today. We're going to set all this up. IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley testified that U.S. attorney is charged in charge of Hunter, Hunter investigation. David Weiss, some people say Weiss, I say Weiss, said he wanted to bring charges in D.C., but was denied. Many of you balked. Didn't happen. No way Shapley could know that. Now here's some more on Shapley. Now I want to set this up because... Obviously, we had another whistleblower. It's a little redundant for those of you that stay on top of all this stuff, which most of you that watch the TLP do, but I want to set this up for you. This is from The Federalist. Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Now, we need to understand who David Weiss is now. People like Adam Schiff that we just showed there on Tucker Carlson, collusion, PP hoaxer, Adam Schiff, all things hoaxer, Ukraine hoaxer, everything, Adam Schiff. What they will always say is that David Weiss was appointed by Donald Trump. Okay, is that actually true? Well, not really. He was actually appointed by the two Democratic senators out of Delaware, and the president really has no choice but to approve that, the person that they appoint. So yes, officially, he's appointed by the president, but he was actually appointed by the two Democratic senators. So if two, I mean, hyper-leftist Democratic Delaware senators appoint a United States attorney how much of a Republican could that guy be? So we know that Weiss isn't a Republican. There's just some real duplicitous things going on right here that you need to understand because you need to know about Matthew Graves and you need to know about David Weiss or you're uninformed. Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss told the House Judiciary Committee he had been granted ultimate authority over prosecutorial decisions related to the criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. He made this statement on June 7th, 2023. He said under oath, and we need to remember everybody who is under oath. We need to remember that because these are all perjurous, felonious perjurous statements. We need to remember that because he actually perjured himself. Another investigator, just like Jack Smith, who leaked the video to CNN, the, the Trump discussing allegedly confidential documents with somebody at some table somewhere, no video of it whatsoever. Jack Smith committed a felonious crime. His team did because, of course, it was leaked exclusively to CNN, only to CNN and nobody else. That's a felony. But back to this. Criminal investigation into Hunter Biden, uh, we made the statement June 7th, 2023, letter obtained by the Federalists. However, Weiss's letter to Congress, which makes it perjury if that's what he did, and Attorney General Merrick Garland's earlier testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee, that Weiss had full authority to charge Hunter Biden. Now, this, has, this goes back a, a ways, but we'll get into that. Directly con conflicts with statements Weiss made to senior members of his team investigating uh, Biden's son. So here's, here's what happened. You had... You had and I, there's more, more detail in the article, but let me set it up. You have David Weiss, who says to Congress that he had full authority. Remember, he is the Delaware United States attorney. This is who Bill Barr dumped the 17 Burisma tapes with Hunter and Joe receiving bribes on them. Was, he never made it public to anybody in the midst of, in the midst of President Trump being impeached for looking into basically the 17 tapes of Burisma Hunter, Joe, corruption. Bill Barr knew the entire time while, while Trump was being impeached for looking for simply asking, 
Volodymyr Zelensky to look into what is Biden doing there? Firing Viktor Shokin, his son's working for Burisma, his son has an account at two Ukraine banks, both funded by Burisma, Pravat Bank being one of them. Hunter Biden has substantial investments as a partial owner of Metabiota, which is funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, along with many other sources, all, all, all of course, uh, leftist globalists, Anthony Fauci, Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, Ralph Barrick, uh, UNC, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and even possibly Mark Zuckerberg. So all, all Biden, I mean, all that Trump did was say, I want to know what's happening there in Ukraine. That, and he gets impeached. Bill Barr knows that there's 17 tapes. You have Poroshenko at the time, who, is who, who, who Biden was actually receiving bribes through Burisma from. Gets, it gets you know, kind of murky, but none of it's murky as far as bribes are concerned. None of it's murky as far as quid pro quos are concerned. None of it, none of it is murky as far as Hunter working for Burisma in an area of expertise, he did not have oil and gas. Just like Hunter Biden goes and gets a CCP bank to give him $1.4 billion for his banking consultancy fees. And when he flew over on Air Force Two in 2014, which, by the way, this investigation would cover that $1.4 billion that Hunter Biden received from a CCP-controlled bank. And yet it went to one of his myriad of, of shell companies, 23 of them at least that we know of, under Hunter Biden, under James Biden, under Frank Biden, under, under uh, Joe Biden's sister's name, whatever it may be, and all that money dispersed to various members of the Biden family. All for what? Well, these companies, these 23 shell companies, actually put out what product or service? Let's name them. I had some idiot on, on Twitter challenge me on this today. And normally, I don't get involved with Twitter arguments. You're going to have to leave. You, 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 well, no, you can take it down. I got it. You're good, Heather. You're good. We'll go to the next thing in a second. I'm going to be reading off this article. But she was talking about explain how Don Jr. and Eric work for the, the I don't know what you call it, Trump Inc., Trump Corporation, Donald Trump's business. Well, I'm like, uh, duh. They actually put out products. They're called golf, car, golf courses, resorts, and a myriad casinos, a myriad of other things that actually require somebody to raise and to make money and to actually work at it. I want everybody, you can send it in right now. You can send it in, uh, you know, your Aaron will see it. My producer Aaron will see it. Send in what product that you know, maybe you're a leftist who's watching. Tell me what product or what service any of James Biden, Hunter Biden, Frank Biden's, Joe Biden's, Cheryl Corporation's ever produced. Son of Hawk, whatever it may be, there's myriad of them out there. What, what organization, Sequoia Capital, yeah, tell me, tell me exactly what it is that they produced. Yes, they raised capital. and they, For what? I mean, what, what exactly did they produce? Uh, widgets? Golf balls? <laughs> beach balls? What, I mean, what? What did, they, what did they produce? Oil and gas? I guess Hunter's supposedly an expert at that. So what exactly did they produce? I'm just curious. Please let me know if you can actually name one thing that any of Hunter Biden's uh, companies, Joe Biden's companies, Frank Biden's companies, James Biden's companies, that they actually ever did, ever produced. Because to record, we're, we're up to at least, we're, I believe we're up to between 18 and $30 million so far that James Comer has, has found that, the, that Biden Inc., the Biden crime family, it's, it's hard to actually put it in two words like Trump Corporation or because... There's a myriad of these companies out here, like like you know, like I said, I mean, Sequoia Capital, whatever it may be, all their different names that they had. So it's very difficult to say what did they actually produce because it's which of the 23 companies are we talking about? 
But we all know that not one of these 23 companies ever produced any sort of good or service whatsoever, except for uh, ability to talk to Joe Biden, uh, you know, access to Joe Biden, whatever maybe maybe that's it. And if the 17 audio tapes that came from Port, you had you had Poroshenko at the time, the Ukraine Prime Minister, you had Onashenko was his aide who tried to turn in 17 audio tapes of Joe and Hunter Biden talking to the CEO of Burisma about bribes. That is what's on the F, not only what's on, but it's on the FD-1023 form that nobody's allowed to see that's kept in a secure gift, uh, skiff and heavily redacted. Remember, these congressmen and women are able to see this FD-1023 form, but only, when it's, only, only under its current state of being heavily redacted. Why is it heavily redacted when it's not a classified form? The FBI will say because it's under a current invest, current investigation. I mean, th- those tapes we're talking about have been in FBI FBI custody since 2017. It's 2020 freaking three. What what current investigation is going on? And all of this has to do with income. All of this has to do with IRS. All of this has to do with bribes. All of this has to do with China extortion, which we'll del- delve deep into. So back to the Federalist article. So remember, Weiss was in charge of all of this. Weiss was in charge of the bribery scheme because here's the thing. If you're going to get bribed, you need to pay taxes on your bribes. But they didn't pay taxes on the bribes, so we have an IRS investigation. Bill Barr knows about these 17 tapes, never exonerated Trump, never said a word about it, just like Anthony Fauci, knowing that the alpha variant of of COVID-19 is gain-of-function research, knew for the entire time, never said a word to anybody. These people need to be Nuremberg. They need to be, what I mean by that is not killed, not killed. Don't take me off all social media. They need to be tried for crimes against humanity because they knew the entire time Bill Barr needs to be criminally tried. Bill Barr needs to lose his retirement. These people need to be sued into oblivion. These are nasty, horrible people. I don't, I don't like to call them mean. You know, sometimes Trump calls them vicious because they're just little spineless little worms. Just like the Bible says about Satan, when everybody finally sees Satan, they're going to go, that's what I was scared of? Yeah. These are just little wormy people who would do whatever it takes to be invited to the latest D.C. cocktail party. That's all they care about. So here you have David Weiss. David Weiss says publicly to Congress in a letter to Congress, which makes it perjurious, felony perjury, if he lied, that he had full authority to charge Hunter Biden. This has to do with jurisdictional authority. Because when you're the Delaware United States attorney, you, you can all, you potentially, you remember you're a United States attorney, though, which means that you have jurisdiction over the United States. So he claimed that he had full authority to charge Hunter Biden because Hunter Biden's crimes span across many, many states. Which is why we have, and I keep going down many different tributaries over at 849. I keep doing this. But this is why we need United States, Andrew Bailey, Missouri, Ken Paxson. We need defeats as uh, globalist impeachment in Texas. Attorney General here in Florida, whatever it may be. They need to be charging Hunter Biden because those crimes happened in other states also they affected your state at all you can charge them with crimes and that's what needs to happen that's the game they're playing this is the you know you've heard me talking about this many many times but this is it's lawfare it's like general flynn just won his latest um round in court because in his lawsuit he's suing the federal government for wrong for wrongful termination for 50 million dollars 
and hopefully he wins. And what did, what did the DOJ or, you know, the United States government, I don't, have, I don't like to put United States in front of it because they don't represent, represent the United States of America. They represent the globalists. But the Biden administration, what, what was their retort? They wanted that lawsuit taken out of Florida and brought to D.C. Why would that be? Because just, it, I mean, it's just like, I mean, you cannot get, if you go to D.C., you have a blue judge, blue jury, blue grand jury, blue appellate court, and even potentially a blue appellate to the appellate court. You have a blue jurisdiction, all blue, it, the, any jury selection will be all, not just Democrats. I mean, leftist hack Democrats. You can't get a fair trial there. So that, you know, that's, that's what they always try to do is get you into a blue jurisdiction. So Flynn just won. In, a, in, his, in the latest round in his lawsuit that it's going to remain in Florida. I would not be surprised. They're trying to, of course, get the Trump, the judge that's over the Trump case. They want to get her recused be, and then probably try to move it to D.C. also. They, you know, they, they probably made it. They, you know, Jack Smith made a big tactical error because you actually have a judge there that is fair. That is actually fair. And Trump just won the first legal battle there because Jack Smith wanted this basically universal confidentiality in this trial where nobody can talk to anybody for any reason. Of course, then he leaks the video, the audio tapes to CNN. He he is part, he puts in a measure, he, he tries to get it in the trial to where there's this hyper confidentiality where nobody can talk to any witnesses. Nobody can, including the Trump team without going through Jack Smith and all whatever. There's a bunch of different measures to it. Then in the midst of this, which gets denied, the judge denies his motion, which is great. Just gets smacked down. And then in the midst of that, what Jack Smith is putting in a motion for hyper um, confidentiality is leaking the audio tape to CNN on purpose, which is a, which is a felony crime. All right. Well, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll stop and, and get back to Weiss here. So you have Weiss says to the Congress, the man in charge of the Hunter Biden investigation, in charge of the Hunter Biden laptop too, by the way, Hunter Biden laptop, Hunter Biden IRS, um, Hunter Biden uh, Burisma, Hunter Biden uh, 17 tapes from Pornoshenko to Onoshenko. Onoshenko tried to turn them into Andrew Weissman. Andrew Weissman didn't take them because Andrew Weissman was Mueller's you know, pit bull eventually. This was before that. But anyway... Or in the midst of that, it could have even been somewhere, you know, a little bit overlaid with each other. But anyway, so Weiss says that he was given full authority. And Merrick Garland says the same thing, but here's the problem. Merrick Garland's earlier testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee that Weiss had full authority to charge Hunter Biden directly conflicts along with Weiss. So you have Weiss's testimony to Congress. Then you have Merrick Garland's testimony to Congress, or Merrick Garland's statements Actually, Merrick Garland's earlier testimony to Senate Judiciary Committee. So, again, felonious perjury if he's lying. And these, all, of these, all of these infractions, all of these uh, broken laws, all of these crimes need to be documented, not forgotten, because when Merrick Garland leaves office and we own the DOJ, these, this is not about vengeance. This is about accountability. Otherwise, we will, net, we will live in lawlessness for the rest of our lives. You have to, it, these people deal in lawlessness using the law. They're completely lawless using law. They're completely lawless, and when they are, they, they say, how can you question us? Which the DOJ. It's the FBI. It doesn't matter whether it's the DOJ and the FBI. If they're breaking the law, they're just as lawless as somebody who's committing an armed robbery. So both Weiss 
And Merrick Garland said under, congre- under oath to Congress, to the Senate, that Weiss was given full authority. But that's not what Weiss said in an inner office memo to his own employees. Directly conflicts with st- statements Weiss made to senior members of the team investigating uh, the Biden son. So either Weiss lied to his top investigators or Weiss and Garland deceived Congress. This is all on purpose, by the way. They say one thing publicly, they say one thing privately, and they make you chase your tail. Weiss needs to be sworn in. Somebody needs to read him this statement that I'm about to read and ask him under oath, are you sure you want to stick with the statement that you made that you had full authority to charge Hunter Biden anywhere because here's how it went. During his, his hours-long testimony, Shapley, that's the, 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 the older IRS whistleblower, FD-1023 and so forth, Shapley told congressional inv- investigators, no, FD-1023 is a different one. That's from the FBI. Shapley told, that's, the, the, uh, that's something different. But anyway, Shapley told congressional investigators that a meeting on October 7, 2022, with Weiss and senior level managers from the IRS, IRS, FBI, and the U.S. Attorney's Office was his red line meeting. According to the whistleblower, Weiss was present for the meeting and surprised the team by stating I am not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. But Weiss said to Congress, to Congress under oath in a written statement that he was. So which one is the lie? Because here's the thing. One of them is a lie. And my guess is, not my guess, but I'm going to say my guess. My guess is the lie was the one that is actually felony perjury. The one that he told Congress. He told Congress that he had full authority. Shapley said Weiss further explained that the Biden appointed U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, remember the names, Matthew Graves, would not allow Weiss to charge. Wait a minute. Merrick Garland said Weiss had full authority to charge. But Weiss said he didn't, and then Weiss said he did. But this is a, this is a Trump-appointed United States attorney. That's, that's, their, that's always their answer. Would not allow Weiss, Matthew Graves from the District of Columbia right under Merrick Garland, would not allow Weiss to charge Hunter Biden in the D.C. district. Whether we're, we're, certain of, we're certain of the alleged crimes needed to be filed based on Hunter Biden's residency during rel- relevant crimes. So if, if Hunter Biden committed it in Delaware, and I'm thinking about the, how many times is Hunter Biden committing crimes outside of sex trafficking and hiring Russian prostitutes <laughs> and writing them off as uh, tax exemptions, <laughs> which is what he was doing, by the way. He wrote... Get this, Aaron. He wrote that his membership in the sex club in L.A. that he got kicked out of because he's too much of a scumbag yeah. to be in an L.A. sex club. Yeah. He wrote that off as a he wrote that off as a tax exemption. <laughs> he wrote that down as a business expense. Oh my! Yeah, gosh. that's true. That's totally true. That is his business, though. Well, that, right, that's right. Aaron <laughs> just say that that yeah. is his business. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. You know, being a being a reprobate is his business. Yeah. Hunter Biden in, the, in so Hunter Biden had committed numerous crimes in D.C. You know where where you have the executive from Burisma writing Hunter Biden Biden on the email. Thanks for me, letting me meet with your dad when Hunter and Joe Biden simultaneously said, "I've never discussed my son's overseas business dealings." <laughs> so there's numerous crimes in D.C. So you you have uh, Weiss has to go to Graves and say, "Hey, listen, I need one of two things or both." I either need to be granted special counsel privileges or I need your permission to file my affidavits 
my probable cause affidavits charging documents in Washington, D.C., of which Matthew Graves tells him no. But wait, Merrick Garland said he had full authority around the United States, and then Weiss confirms it. But these, by the way, these are written memos. This is whistleblower testimony, written memos and emails. Hunter Biden, D.C. District, where certain of Hunter Biden's alleged crimes need to be filed based on Hunter Biden's residency during the relevant time. Shapley noted, Weiss stated that he subsequently asked for special counsel authority from Maine DOJ, i.e. Matthew Graves, Merrick Garland, at the time and was denied that authority. Instead, Shapley recounted, Weiss was told to follow the process, which was known to send U.S. Attorney Weiss through another President Biden appointed U.S. Attorney, that one in California, the second locale relevant to the proposed crimes. So he had to follow the process. The process was what? Here's the process. And remember, Merrick Garland and Weiss have both stated that he had full authority. If he had full authority, why is he having to ask Matthew Graves, the United States attorney over D.C. for the crimes Hunter Biden committed in D.C.? And then he has to follow the process for the crimes that Hunter Biden committed in L.A. Hmm, I wonder what those crimes were. What were the crimes that Hunter Biden committed in L.A.? Uh, that would be, you know, reporting... Uh, his membership in a sex club is a tax write-off. That, that, you know, sex trafficking in Russian prostitutes in Wilmington, Delaware, and, call, and writing that as a tax write-off, that fit into Weiss's jurisdiction, but he, you know, which, he, of course, Weiss still ignored all of that. And you have, you have the crimes that Weiss has, has charged Hunter Biden with, you know, the two misdemeanor tax, tax evasion charges. They're not even tax evasion. There's failing to file your tax returns in a timely manner, which, were, which covered somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to $8 million, hard to track. And then, of course, his lying on his federal uh, uh, concealed weapons permit form that he, lied, that he lied on also, which not one person in this room or, or any of the 572 people that are watching right now, not one of us would, go, would, not one of us would be charged with one misdemeanor in that situation. Lying on that, by the way, just so you know, too, this is an interesting little caveat. I'm, I keep digressing, but... Little caveat to Hunter Biden's lying on his federal gun form. This little caveat to that story. In order for him to get the plea deal on that, he had to admit that he is currently a crack addict. That he's currently a drug addict. Right now. In order for him to get that plea deal, he has to admit that he regularly smokes crack, basically. That he's a drug addict. And then he was at the state dinner (laughs) with Merrick Garland not three days ago. Oh, my gosh. He had to admit, in order to get that deal from Trump-appointed David Weiss, he, in order to get that deal, he had to admit that he is currently a drug addict. He's on, he, was on, he was going on Air Force Two again. When I was there, it was, no, it was an Air Force Two. It's a hill. It's the. It's a, what? What do they call it? Marine the two. Marine two. It's Marine One, right? Marine One. President. Yeah. yeah, Marine One now. So Marine One, he's flying off to Camp David. Just read. I mean, this is a current crack addict. Should be a you know, repeat convicted felon, but he's not yet. Just a little caveat on that. So you just had to admit that's what he is. So back to this. Weiss stated this, that he subsequently asked for special counsel authority from Maine DOJ, and they had to follow the, char- follow the process. All right, so you had to, if you wanted to charge in D.C., this man who has full authority, he has to follow the process. I thought he had full authority. So he, in order for him to charge Hunter Biden with his sex capades in L.A., he's got to get authority from the L.A., United States Attorney. If he wants to charge Hunter Biden with his various uh, crimes in Washington, D.C., he's got to get the permission of the D.C. United States Attorney. Without the cooperation of Biden-appointed U.S. attorneys, Shapley explained, explained, 
or Shapley explained, Weiss made clear he could not bring charges outside the Delaware district. He was making this clear to his, to his, to his employees, to his prosecutorial team, that he was not in charge and that he could not bring charges where he wanted to, and then testified to Congress that he could bring charges anywhere he wanted to, backed up by Merrick Garland, who told Matthew Graves not to allow him to bring charges against Hunter Biden in D.C., and then, of course, you know Mayor Garland called the L.A. United States Attorney and said, by the way, don't let, him, don't let him file any affidavits there. Because Mayor Garland is Joseph Goebbels. He's Mengele. He's Gehring. He's not, he, he's, his, his, you're talking about an unblind scales of justice. He's not only unblinded, he's got binoculars on. Without the cooperation of Biden appointed U.S. attorneys, Shapley explained, Weiss made clear he could not bring charges against the Delaware district. Consequently, the statute of limitations on, on, on felony tax charges against, against the president's son for the 2014-2015 tax, tax years. I wonder why that was. 2014. Oh, that's when he did fly over on Air Force Two over to Beijing, China, with his dad, the vice president, secured $1.4 billion dollars given to Hunter Biden for his banking consultancy fees while Joe Biden is there uh, toasting with champagne Xi Jinping. I wonder why they didn't want 14 and 15 coming out. I wonder how much, I mean, you just have to wonder. You know how much it costs to live in Wilmington, Delaware, in, in Rehoban Beach, Delaware, with the walls around their two mansions that you paid for? With the armed security that you pay for, that neither one of you're, they, neither one of them you're allowed to have or they don't want you to have? How does somebody, Joe Biden, who makes around a quarter of a million dollars a year as a senator and now $400,000 a year as president, 440 a year as president, how does, he, how does he afford mansions that are worth 20 to $30 million? How's that? How's that? Anybody ask these questions? Not at all, of course. The IRS whistleblower then shared with the House committee an email thread Shapley initiated following, following the meeting with Weiss. In his email on October 7, 2022, Shapley summarized the substance of the meeting. Weiss stated that he is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. So that lays the groundwork for that. All right, where the heck am I now? You're on the, the picture from that tweet. The okay, there's tweet. the picture from the tweet. This just proves, that this just came from the tweet in an October 7, 2022 meeting. At the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, U.S. Attorney David Weiss told six witnesses he did not have authority to charge in other districts and had thus requested special counsel status, which was turned down by Matthew Graves. So we've got that. There it is right there. There's the proof. It's over. It's done. Weiss is a perjurer. Mary Garland is a perjurer to the felonious level, just so everybody knows. That's the absolute truth. And when, when nothing's going to happen to him. But we, nobody needs to, you don't get discouraged because nothing's going to happen under the Biden administration because none of the statutes of limitations will run out by the time that we run the DOJ. All right, let's go move on here. Let's go to the next one. Now let's go to these uh, oversight committee tweets. So now we have another WhatsApp. What do you call them, Aaron? WhatsApp tweet. Just message. WhatsApp message. Yeah. And then we have another WhatsApp message. Yeah, we, we already have the original. Aaron, see if you can find me that original. I sent it in. On Telegram, it's the blue and white writing. Just yep. dig it up for whenever you have a chance. Okay. So you had the original one. Remember, I'm sitting here with my daddy. And if you don't pay me $10 million, my daddy is going to take revenge on you. That, that's basically what it says. But I'll read it to you in a minute. So that's the first WhatsApp message. Now there's another WhatsApp message. <laughs> in uh, Biden family cover-up in a WhatsApp exchange. This is from the Oversight Committee. So this is like James Comer. In a WhatsApp exchange dated 8-3-2017, 
why Trump is president here. I wonder why the DOJ wasn't doing anything. People always talk about it. Why didn't Trump's DOJ, Trump's FBI, this is where Trump did galactically screwed up. He should have fired everybody. He was too worried about the consequences of firing everybody. You know, yeah, Jeff Sessions recused himself because Jeff, Jeff Sessions is a spineless little globalist worm who recused himself from the collusion hoax knowing that it was a hoax. Still recused himself. It's because he worked on Trump's candidate. Yeah, put that one up for me. Let me just lay the groundwork. Here's the first WhatsApp uh, message. I'm sitting here with my daddy. I'm going to go ahead and give you my own translation. <laughs> and we would like to understand why the commitment made was not has not been fulfilled. What was the commitment made? Send me freaking $10 million. For what? Uh, for financial investment into my shell companies. What, what Hunter loves to call seed money. Seed money. What, what's that for? Crack sales, crack purchases, Russian whores. What exactly? I don't know. It's not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now. I like my money now, my $10 million, before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, I will make sure that between my daddy sitting next to me and every person he knows, every person my daddy knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. I am sitting here and waiting for the call with my father. Remember what Joe said? I have never discussed my son's overseas business dealings. I'm sitting here with, I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my daddy. Okay, so there you go. Let's go, to the, go back to where we were, guys. There you go. So now there's another WhatsApp exchange. In a WhatsApp exchange dated 8-3-2017, Hunter Biden tells CEFC, Associate, I'm gonna, Guang, I'm just going to guess on these, Gong Wen Dong, there we go, <laughs> a.k.a. Kevin. Yeah, whenever you have a dong on the end of it, it gets to be tough. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exact, here it is, quote, quote. Joe, here's Hunter Biden stating, the Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. CEFC is, C is a CCP-linked Chinese energy company. We'll get back to that in just a minute. Go to the next one for me. The next day, one of Hunter Biden's shell companies, here it is. Again, let's all ask ourselves, what has a Wasco ever produced? <laughs> Son of Hawk, what's it ever produced? <laughs> Uh, anybody got I me? Mean, anybody have any idea? I, I have absolutely no idea. Crack pipes. Yeah, yeah, crack pipes <laughs> international. What what exactly is it? You know, a hookup site for Eastern <laughs> Eastern European prostitutes. I don't know. A Wasco PC. I mean, Son of Hawk, Wasco PC, uh, numerous other shell companies received a hundred thousand dollars from CEFC. Oh, real the next day. The next day after Hunter Biden, now remember, I showed it gets kind of confusing because you've got all these different WhatsApp statements, these one, WhatsApp discussions. It wasn't long after the first one that I showed you where Hunter Biden's sitting there saying, I'm sitting here with my daddy, that later on he received $5 million. And he had already received $5 million before that. And he wanted his next $5 million. Again, to go what? To Owasco, to Sunahawk, to whatever, to Sequoia Capital. Ridgemont Seneca. Ridge, yeah, Rosemont Seneca. Or Rosemont. Ro yeah, you got it. That's the one I was trying to think of. I'm glad you said it. Rosemont. Keep all those in the back of your head, Aaron. Yeah. Rosemont Seneca, Sequoia Capital, Owasco, Sunahawk, whatever it may be, 
All these, I'm going to ask you, what, have you ever been to the, do the Sonahawk store, a Wasco, a Wasco PC store, Rosemont Seneca firm? What do you, what do you go there for? What, what services do they provide exactly? <laughs> They're getting hundreds of thousands, not hundreds of thousands, millions and millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars from China, Romania, and Ukraine that we know of so far. But what, what, what products do they produce or what services do they offer? Absolutely nothing except access to Joe Biden for globalist legislation. That's all that is. Go to the next one for me. Here we are. Who is the chairman? Xi, good luck again on these names. <laughs> Yi Yaming, I'll just, I'm just going to make it Americanized, is a Chinese billionaire tied to CCP intelligence, intelligence gathering agency. Yi stated that CEFC, China's vision, is to obtain overseas resources and serve the national strategy. He wanted to expand China's reach and influence around the world. Now leave that one up there for me, Heather, because I'm going to go off on, this, on, the other, on the other part here. So who is and what is CEFC? It's a Chinese finance company that Hunter Biden is looting for cash. What is CEFC? CEFC is the major financier behind the Belt and Road Initiative. The Belt and Road Initiative, president in Ukraine, president in Australia, President in Brazil, President in Argentina, President in Australia. This is how the CCB comes in, and they, and they offer low-interest loans. I mean, billions of dollars with manipulated currency. That means, listen, the yuan is actually worth nothing. It's manipulated currency. They're fooling everybody around the world to go from the dollar onto the yuan, and that's fine. I'm not going to digress too far into that. But that's who Hunter Biden is dealing with. He's dealing with the Belt and Road Initiative which is basically Chinese financial invasion of countries. They're funding Voldemar Zelensky. They're funding everybody, basically anything and everybody. That's, what that's who they are. And that's who Hunter Biden is actually doing business with. Not only is it CEFC, read the top line, billionaire tied to CCP intelligence gathering agency. He has been linked with, and I, can, I mean, again, I, I'm trying to get to other things. Oh, oh gosh, sorry, 912. <laughs> All right, trying to get to other things, but I could digress and, and go down to a million different tributaries, you know, whether it's Patrick Ho, everybody that's linked to not only Chinese, these aren't tacit links to Chinese intelligence. These are higher ups in Chinese intelligent, intelligence that Hunter Biden has direct business relationships with. Remember the one, the richest, possibly the richest man in the world at the time just disappeared off of planet Earth. Yeah. And then what do we hear about any of this? Where, where, where is the FBI? Nowhere. Because, listen, this comes, down to the, this comes down to the Bible. Now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. David Weiss says, I have full authority, then testifies that he does it. No, wait, wait. Says he has full authority, testifies that he does, and then tells his entire staff that he does it. Merrick Garland does not give him full authority, then testifies that he does have full authority. Absolute lawlessness. Lawlessness in Seattle. Lawlessness in Portland. Lawlessness in D.C. Lawlessness in New York. Lawlessness in Chicago. The mystery of lawlessness is already at hand in these beginnings of sorrows. All right, let's go on. Otherwise, I'll just stay on this all night. Go, uh, here, here's a little outline of it. This is from Fox News. I don't watch Fox anymore, but when they put out a clip on Twitter, I still use it. I don't, you know, Jesse Waters taking Tucker Carlson's spot. Love Jesse Waters, but I'm, I won't watch it. 
and neither should you. If you actually, if you actually watch Fox News right now, if you actually tune in and give them Nielsen's rating, these clips off of Twitter, maybe I'm being a hypocrite, maybe I'm not. These clips off of Twitter don't count. Don't, don't give them stats, don't give them money. These just clipped off of their off their shows. Maybe I'm being a hypocrite, but I'm not, uh, my line is, I'm not tuning into Fox News. I don't watch any of it. I actually like Laura Ingram. I like Jesse Waters. And I liked, um, of course, like Tucker Carlson. But once they fired Tucker Carlson, because basically Fox News, you know, has been, has been bought up by globalist institutions. I mean, you know, and I, I'm not going to get too far into that. But anyway, so here it is. Just a brief summation about the second whistleblower. Play it for me. Well, breaking another whistleblower is sounding the alarm in the Hunter Biden tax probe, claiming U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not making decisions and was not really in charge. That validates what we have already heard from Gary Shapley, the whistleblower who has gone public. David Spunt is live at the Justice Department with the latest. David, what do we know about this second whistleblower? Trace, not much. We just know his name is Mr. X. Of course, it's not his real name, but he wants to be anonymous. He told congressional staff last month he became emotional after seeing the way that this probe was handled from the beginning. Mr. X worked under the more publicized whistleblower Gary Shapley. In a letter released last week, Mr. X says it was clear to him that Trump-appointed U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not running the probe. Quote, he had to follow the normal process. He had to go to Washington, D.C., the U.S. Attorney's Office, them saying no. So he really wasn't in charge. He had to follow the process, end quote. But just three weeks ago, Trace Weiss wrote and signed a letter addressed to House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan. We obtained a copy. It reads in part, I want to make clear that as the Attorney General has stated, I have been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges. Now, given the discrepancy between what Weiss allegedly said said in the meeting and what he wrote in the letter House Republicans want to hear from him and others in his office under oath. We want to talk to David Weiss, the U.S. attorney. We want to get the answers. And the way you do that is to talk to these attorneys who handled this case. Attorney General Merrick Garland has denied blocking Weiss from investigating. The story continues on Capitol Hill and in the courts. Trace. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. There we go. And here's the thing. Now, Aaron, let's see. Put yourself on, Aaron. Now, let's, let's see if we can come up with it because I've come up with another one here from Hunter Biden's Hunter shell companies. Hunter Biden demanded payment, threatened Henry Zhao. We got that on the, on the first one. Yeah. Chinese Communist Party official and director of Harvest Fund Management. Okay, that's Chinese side. Harvest Fund Management had previously invested in Hunter Biden's firm, BHR Partners. So oh, we've got okay. BHR Partners. Rosemont Seneca. Rosemont Seneca, Sequoia Capital. What's that last Os- one we Osawaka or what? Well, yeah, Owasco. Owasco. Okay, yeah. now let's, let's now Aaron, I want, let's think now. Have you, and you can, you can even put Heather on, or put everybody on so everybody can see. So let's all go, let's all this, use this together. There's everybody. Wave, Heather. I don't think anybody's ever seen you before on the TLP. So there she is. <laughs> That's that's uh, like my like my second daughter, but not by blood. And, and I'm really not old enough to. But, but anyway, I digress. So <laughs> let's all ask now. Let, Aaron, you can help me with the names again. Okay. Uh, Sequoia Capital, Owasco Corporation, Rosemont Seneca, and now BHR. Uh, what, uh, what is it called? BHR, right? Yeah. BHR Partners. Yeah. Now, who in the room? And there's other people that nobody can see right now. Who in the room has ever purchased any product or service from any of these? corporations anybody no okay just want to make sure everyone, because they've got in 
somewhere in the neighborhood of 18 to 100 million dollars and then the 1.4 billion to hunter and that was to rosemont seneca i couldn't think of it earlier so there you go just, you know, they were receiving all these companies were receiving all this money from <laughs> romania ukraine china I'm th- I think I'm missing you. Oh, Russia? Yeah. Yeah, I knew I was, I was kind of missing a biggie there. Moscow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From, you know, you got the, the former mayor of Moscow's wife, the richest lady, uh, Batarina, Elena Batarina, richest lady in, in Moscow, richest lady in Russia, former mayor of, Mos- uh, mayor of Moscow's wife. Sent Hunter, Ro- Ro- sent Rosemont Seneca, just sent, sent them $3.5 million. That's an absolute fact, undeniable. There's many other things, diamond purchases, whatever. All right, so let's go. Let's switch over to the Trump case now. Miranda Devine tweet, why does special counsel Jack Smith get away with leaking evidence from his Trump probe? Why have we not found the SCOTUS leaker yet? How hard is it to find the SCOTUS leaker? If you are the freaking top law enforcement agency on the planet, the FBI, which we know is nothing more than the Goebbels Gestapo for the Democratic Party, why is it you can't find the SCOTUS leaker? And now, and, and now what are there 10 people on Jack Smith's team? You need to be able to find who leaked this information to CNN. Because, Aaron, again, how would you send a videotape? There has to be a traceable means. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, put I've, yourself on. Listen, I mean, there has to be a traceable means, right? I mean, what, would you, how would, what device would you use or what potential device? I mean, if you have any type of recording, for example, has this stuff called metadata on it. So they can just track the metadata and see who took the recording of it. Right. I mean, it's that simple. Right, and, from and a if, device. Yeah, and if they're sending it, okay, well, all phone companies have receipts of everything sent and received as well. Right. So then also, if you're using, Aaron's a tech guy. You got to correct me if I'm wrong for sounding like an ignoramus. But if you're using zip drives, whatever else, there's still a record of the download. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. there we go. Yep. That's what I'm saying. So, all right. So there, this should not be hard to figure out. This should not be hard to figure out at all. There's somebody on Jack Smith's team that committed a felony crime. This is felonious leaking. You cannot do this. He leaked it directly to CNN, just like CNN just happens to be there. The only, the only news crew that happens to be there when the FBI shows up at Roger Stone's house. Remember that ridiculous? Roger Stone at the time, I believe, was 71, 72 years old. He lives on a canal. He had FBI frogmen in the water. Roger Stone is going to leap from his bed. He's got an infirmed <laughs> wife at the time. Infirmed wife, deaf. His wife is deaf, by the way is going to leap from his bed at 2 o'clock in the morning and swim across the canal? That's what Roger Stone's going to do? And his attorney had already told the FBI that he would turn himself in upon request, but they showed up at his house. And the only news crew that has any, any, any idea, has any inkling of this, that this is going to occur is, of course, CNN. Strange, we have the same exact situation going on here. Why does special counsel Jack Smith get away with leaking evidence from his Trump probe? Like the CNN audio, shocking that prosecutors can't be trusted to keep a, cla- keep a classified document inquiry secret. Is Merrick Garland investigating this egregious violation of the DOJ rules? Go to the next one for me. Let me just read it to you. Here's the law. Federal law, federal statute, United States statute 1-7600, release of information in criminal, civil, or administrative matters, non-disclosure. DOJ personnel shall not make any statement or disclose any information that reasonably could have a substantial likelihood of material prejudicing of adjudicative proceeding. Bump, done. So you have another investigator, Jack Smith, 
who has committed a felonious crime, just like Merrick Garland was felonious perjury, just like David Weiss and his felonious perjury, da uh, 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 Clapper, felonious perjury, John Brennan, felonious perjury, Hillary Clinton, felonious perjury, Anthony Fauci, felonious perjury, Deborah Burks, felonious perjury, all of them need to be tried criminally, lose and be and also tried sued civilly for crimes against humanity these people cannot be let off the hook you're not christ-like by letting them off the hook uh the bible teaches us not to sue each other not wrong bible tells you not to sue your brother and even if you had to it's not a sin all right let's move on to the patriot front now we all know what the patriot front is we got a bunch of federal agents and now understand there'll always be some sort of plausible deniability there will always be some sort of plausible deniability of these people. It, it, it's just like NGOs. If you have non-government organizations like Planned Parenthood, we have the Democratic Party using them to launder, their, launder money through Planned Parenthood back to the DNC. How do they do that? Well, you just give Planned Parenthood $600 million for reproductive services, which they don't offer. They don't offer breast exams. They don't offer any sort of OBGYN care at all. They just offer pulling babies out piece by bloody piece out of their mother's womb up to the moment of birth. That's what they're able to do. That's, that's all they're capable of doing. And that's, and that's where they receive 90% of their income is through abortions. But what the, what, what the DNC does, what the Democratic Party does is fund them. And by the way, so does Kevin McCarthy. If it wasn't for Trump, they would, not, they would never have been defunded because the Republicans, they're Republicans in name only. Of course, Rhino. But they're, it's more insidious than that. They're actually Democratic Party shills. I honestly believe these people meet behind closed doors, smoke-filled smoke -filled rooms, and claim that they're the wisdom class and need to care for all the rest of us. They're the ones who are wise. You can't be a right-winger. You can't be a left-winger. We're just going to come together in this amalgam of stupidity and put us $32 trillion in debt. But what the Democratic Party does is fund these organizations, the NGOs. They're making billions at the border, billions in Planned Parenthood, and then funnel it back in campaign donations to the Democratic Party. So what happens is your taxpayer dollars are actually paying for Democratic Party campaigns, not Republican Party campaigns, only DNC through Act Blue Democratic Party campaigns. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah, 100%. Right. Officer Lou video. So these federal agents, this Patriot Front, and of course there's going to be an it's going to be an NGO. They're not going to be, it's just like the instigator. Now we have, we have film evidence of instigators that for sure, one of, we, have, we have video, I don't know if I'll get to it tonight, but video evidence of DC Metro, a DC Metro cop inst instigating the riot on 1-6. We have video evidence of that. We know that. But th that, there's no plausible deniability. He, they've got to go down. This, that guy's got to go down. He's got to go down. He should be right now in his own jail, but he's not. Strange, isn't it? He's there instigating a crime. He was actually committing crimes on video. He's feloniously trespassing, according to what according to what they call crime there. You know, Ray Epps tore down all the barriers so you couldn't tell that you were trespassing, but he was trespassing. So we know who the, the, the Patriot Front is. I know that all of you have seen this already, but I just uh, there's a little bit more detail, maybe or maybe not, that you have maybe, maybe you haven't seen. I don't know. So we know who these guys are. It's gonna be under some sort of NGL because it's very strange that these guys show up everywhere. And they are they walk the you know like one of the, one of the uh, videos they show they're in they're in a metropolitan area I believe it was New York but I can't remember for sure they just show up with their Nazi flags and they just walk away and nobody ever follows them <laughs> no I mean you know I mean again I'm a techno idiot but there's cameras everywhere so all you have to do is follow them until the mask comes down 
follow them until they get off of, of public transit and into a car. It's just like the 1-5 bomber. One five bomber is on videotape everywhere. They have a license place place for the one the guy who placed the egg timer bombs that could never go off. That really probably didn't have any explosives in them whatsoever. Egg timer bomb that has 60, 60 minutes on it set to go off ten hours from then. <laughs> that guy, I mean, it looks like an it looks like literally a cartoon bomb that would be on you know Roadrunner and Coyote egg timer bomb. All they got to do, they have a tag for that guy. Nobody ever ran it. You know that? Yeah, not to mention that all those cities like New York City, Washington, D.C., they all have facial recognition software for all those cameras. So they could run it through a database if they want to. Boom, there you go. There you, I mean, it's, all, it's all already all in place. Yeah, you have facial recognition, right? facial recognition technology at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden was involved in a lawsuit. There's some attorneys going in there to watch some game that were on the opposing team. They got them on facial recognition, <laughs> kicked them out. Kicked them out of the arena. So they, they should, this is, you just need to understand. I know I'm preaching, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. 630 people on right now. I'm, I'm just telling you, I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know you guys know all of this, but we just need to understand the depth of the lawlessness. Do you realize that you can kick the FBI out of your state? The most powerful law enforcement entity in the United States is the local sheriff. Absolutely true. Yeah. Remember, it's just like I was reading earlier from The Federalist, which is a conservative uh, outlet, but conservative website, conservative publisher. But that's what we are as a federalist society. We have 50 individual countries that have agreed to agree. That's it. Well, you don't have to have the FBI in your state. Kick them out. Let's, all, let's, let's go to the, the most conservative state. I don't know what it would be. Florida, Wyoming. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Well, let's, let's try it. Let's kick the FBI out. Kick them out of our states. They don't belong. They're, they're thoroughly corrupted to the core. Just all the law enforcement functions. And you can pay for it yourself. Then you, you know, you could, you could claim some sort of tax exemption not to send your money to D.C. I don't know. If you can have sanctuary states, then you can see, consider yourself a sanctuary uh, tax shelter. I don't know. Why? Well, listen, if, if they can do anything they want and there's no consequences, and I'm not talking about violence, I'm not talking about violence, I'm not talking about violence. But if they can do anything they want, they can declare themselves a sanctuary city, then we should be able to declare ourselves sanctuary from the FBI. The FBI has, really doesn't have authority except for the authority granted to them by the governor. That's it. Yeah. And the, and the, and the sheriffs can then take over all, the, all these functions. So anyway, so you got this Patriot Front that shows up and, and nobody ever tracks them. Allegedly, remember, and I know you heard this 8 billion times you watched TLP, but you always hear the number one threat to America is what? White supremacist terrorism. So you have this Patriot Front sh shows up all the time with these, with these tools <laughs> in, their, in their khaki pants and their blue shirts and their, and their masks on their face, waving Nazi flags and chanting racial slurs. And allegedly, that remember, the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. And there's no active FBI investigation in the Patriot Fund. Isn't that strange? Very. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's very odd that there's no active investigation in the Patriot Fund. And, and no federal agencies. This is in big cities. No federal agents show up at all whenever the, you think maybe, you know, you, you do what's called a show up in law enforcement. I was a cop myself, 1992 to 2017, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office. You can check my bona fides. You can do what's called a show up and just say, hey, can I talk to you guys for me? Can you leave your stupid mask on? Can I, no, no cops have ever interviewed these guys. No federal agents have ever interviewed these guys. Nothing. Weird, isn't it? 
It's as if they're being paid by the DOJ, paid by the federal police. By, by federal police, I mean FBI, ATF. ATF, which is nothing more than a gun-grabbing, raiding Gestapo. That's all they are. I don't have time to get into that right now. I wish I could. So this is an Officer Lou video. Watch. Probably members push and unmask members from the group Patriot Fund. Play it for me. Get the fuck out! Get the Go! Fucking racist motherfucker! Go. Casey, you're a Go. faggot, dude! Go! Go! Get the fuck out of here, dude! We're not here! Go! Get the fuck out of here! Go! 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 bitches! Go! Go! bitches! Go! 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 So if you notice in this in this confrontation, the Patriot Fund, and Aaron brought this up while we were watching this, if these were real white supremacists, if these were like, uh, what would be a name for some of the, you know, I don't know. Neo-Nazis. Yeah, neo-Nazis, the neo-Nazis, skinheads, you know, neo-Nazi skinheads. You think they're going to stand there and get in, and allow this and allow, you know, allow people to punch them in them? These are federal agents. And by that, again, they may be under some NGO that's federally funded. That's the game that everybody plays. But they're neo-Nazi skinheads who are not federal agents, are going to fight back. They're not fighting back, first of all, because they're cowards. Second of all, because they don't know how to fight. These are all pencil-pushing little little uh, government <laughs> worms paid for by the Democratic Party. Because the Democratic Party and the DOJ are one and the same. Mainstream media and the, Dem- and the Democratic Party are one and the same. World Economic Forum and the Democratic Party are one and the same. World Health Organization and the Democratic Party are one and the same. They would fight back if these were actually white supremacist terrorists. They would fight back. But notice how there's no... Look at, them, look at the cowards walk away. Pick up their stuff. They're all bothered that they're unmasked. That's, that's what they're most scared about is that they're unmasked. They're, that kid's got... Some, I'm going to show you who that kid is. Like, right there. That guy, why is he covering his face? Why, why would you cover your face? You're, the, you're alleged victim of a crime here. Why are you covering your face? And where are the, oh, I bet you we're going to have a bunch of federal agents. By the way, we just pigeonholed. We pigeonholed these people. Wait till I show you what Adam Kinzinger said about this. Because you absolutely pigeonhole the Democratic Party when it comes to this. You just back them into a corner and force them to say things they don't want to say. So let me show you this next one. Johnny Midnight video. Here's the unmasking portion of it. Go right to it. Play it for me, other. Johnny Midnight video. Hang on. Hang on, we're having a tech issue there. There we go. Get 
Well, that's it right there. That guy right there. There he is. See the guy standing there kind of like that? All right, now, who, who is this guy? Now, let's look. Now, put, bring up. So, that, there you have it. So, it proves that the, he was there. Now, go to the next one for me. Pick of the next thing. There it is. Now, that's him, right? Now, what, now who is this guy? Let's look here. Ben Brody is a, is a fourth-year political science major. <laughs> oh, interesting. From San Fernando Valley, from California who has held positions such as brother-at-large, art chair. <laughs> ben enjoys fight. hanging out with... Ben enjoys hanging out with friends and snowboarding <laughs> and mountain bike riding. After graduation, Ben plans to work in the government. And this is, this is, this is, a, this is a Patriot Front member. White supremacist? No. He is a member of an NGO, non-governmental organization, bought and paid for, like many of the NGOs operating in the 1-6 crowd, so that they have plausible deniability. It's just like, leave this up for me. It's, I mean, I'll give you these examples because it's all part of the same, you hear it every time in this podcast, it's all part of the same agenda. Lawlessness is a tactic of the agenda. The agenda, the agenda is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. It's all part of the same system. Lawlessness is part of the system. Patriot Front is about ushering in lawlessness so that they can say there's white supremacist terrorism so they can come in and take your guns, accuse anybody of voting for Trump as being a white supremacist terrorist, clear out the military from everybody they consider to be a white supremacist terrorist. I don't know who's going to be left to, to defend the country because the people you're going to have left to defend the country are people like Ben Brody here <laughs> who uh, enjoys uh, playing with his friends and snowboarding and hopes to work for the government someday. That's, it. that's That's all that's going to be left to defend this country. And you have Adam Kinzinger, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, uh, Adam Schiff, uh, numerous Republicans, including Lindsey Graham, who want us to have a two-front war in China, around uh, Taiwan, and Ukraine when we have a dilapidated military. But again, I digress. So that's who this dude is right here. This is, this is the white supremacist terrorist with absolutely no history of white supremacist terrorism at all showing up as a white supremacist terrorist. So you're telling me this guy decided, Ben Brody here, political science major from San Fernando Valley, <laughs> decided he's going to be a Patriot Front white supremacist terrorist? Sounds like a liberal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Well, it fits in with because the white supremacist terrorists of the past were all Democrats. Exactly. So we, it is fitting the, the uh, historic precedent. That's not true. But you honestly believe that this is... Yeah, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but I'm just telling you, we, anybody believes that this is an actual organization? No, it's just another governmental NGO. Just another false flag put out by the FBI, just like Merrick, I mean, not Merrick Garland, Christopher A. wouldn't answer under oath. Simple question from, from, uh, from Higgins in Congress, Clay Higgins in Congress, simple question. Was it Congress, Clay Higgins, Senator or, con- or Congressman? I think, I think he's Senator, right? Clay Look it Higgins up for me real quick yeah. here so I don't sound like an idiot. So Clay Higgins simply asked Christopher Ray, Representative. Rep- oh, he is a rep. Yeah. Congressman, uh, Congressman, Clay, uh, Congressman Clay Higgins yep. asked Christopher Ray, did you have any FBI assets? Like, like this guy. Right here. Uh, ben Brody. <laughs> did you have any of these clowns? And I, and I, of course, am using my own translation. 
<laughs> inside the inside the inside the Capitol with Trump clothes on before the Capitol was breached. And Christopher Ray said, "I can't answer that." And Higgins interrupts him and says, uh, "It should be no. That's not that doesn't that, that's not uh, obstructing an investigation to answer a question. That would be like asking a law enforcement officer, "Were you robbing banks while you were uh, investigating other people robbing banks?" It shouldn't be, well, I can't answer that question because it could possibly have an effect on the investigation. Yeah. No, it should be an absolute, of course I wasn't. Did you have people in Trump outfits inside the Capitol prior to the Capitol breach? Anyone answer the question? And his underling was asked, were you the lady? She was asked, did you have FBI assets, FBI informants, and FBI agents in the crowd instigating felonious violence? And she said she couldn't answer it. That should also be no, because it, there's, it, that, that would not impede an investigation. That would have no negative effect on or obstruct an investigation in any way, shape, or form, because your cops committing crimes is not a part of any investigation. So the answer should be automatically be no, of course. That's not what we get. So just so you know, that's who these people are. It's going to be, it's going to, there's going to be layers. It's like 23 shell companies for the Biden family. So it takes you years to get to the bottom of it. It shouldn't take years to get to the bottom of it, but it does because these people layer it out and make it almost impossible to find out. This is being funded, I guarantee it, through an NGO, via the Department of Justice, via many, many layers so that they're covered so they have plausible deniability where they can say, which is why you end up at times where these people turn on each other. You're thinking, finally, you know, somebody has seen the light. Some leftist says, you know what? Um, you know, I'm gonna do something right. And you're thinking, oh, wow, you know, we're making progress. No, you know what happens is, they all know that their own people will turn on them if it's politically beneficial to do so. So when they see that coming, they turn. That's what happens. It's probably why Shapley, by the way, the IRS whistleblower, the first one, the newest IRS whistleblower is going by like Mr. X right now because he doesn't want to be found dead with no suicide tendencies. <laughs> Shapley's a gay Democrat. <laughs> I mean... Everybody's sex life has to be out in the open now. We know, but you, because according to the Democratic Party, men are allowed to ride around in penises in front of four-year-old kids now. Just so everybody knows. So I mean, that's you just have. That, but I can guarantee you, she Shapley doesn't want to be hung up later because Merrick Garland will have some layer of plausible deniability. Merrick Garland will blame Weiss, and then Weiss, who then will pass that blame down to his investigators. That that's the point, and that's why they eventually turn on each other because they don't want to go to federal prison. They don't want to end up going to federal prison. And that's why they're turning on each other now because it's 2023. It's June 2023, almost July 2023. And it's, there's a strong potential that 18 months from now that Donald Trump will be president or Ron DeSantis will be president, but it looks like Donald Trump will be president. If we have fair elections, Donald Trump is up by double digits over Joe Biden and up, up by 30 or 40 points over Ron DeSantis. So Donald Trump will probably be the next president. They know that, so they're getting, you know what, the rats are leaving the ship because they don't want to be held responsible for this stuff. You whistleblower now, you get out. That's why you have many FBI whistleblowers going, uh, you know, coming forward also right now. All right, so here's Adam Schiff's take on that confrontation between the Proud Boys and, and the Patriot Fund. Listen, this is, this is how you, you corner these idiots. And there is nobody who's more of an ankle grabber than Adam Kinsinger. These people... All blue check marks, talking about those of us on Twitter who are, who are conservatives with blue check marks, are celebrating a seemingly MAGA assault on federal officers. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, Adam, for the record, are you acknowledging that these guys are federal officers? 
Are you? Interesting. Now, I don't know what that really is. What does that mean? Now, I don't know what that really is, what this really is. Okay, this is really is. But take a gander at the comments of the patriots who love America. So you are claiming that these are federal agents. All right, so if they're federal agents, you're claiming that these Proud Boy members are assaulting police, right? All right, so that, but if they are what they claim to be, then you have Proud Boys attacking white supremacist terrorists. So which one is it? They attacking white supremacist terrorists that you said, Adam Kinzinger, just a bent over. He's not, he's not even an ankle grabber. He's a butt cheek grabber. He's bent over, <laughs> grabbed each one of his butt cheeks and let the DNC have their way with them and then cast them out the side of the limo. That's who Adam Kinzinger is. So which one is it? You know, are, are these federal agents? So if, if they get attacked, you lose either way, Adam, because if they're federal agents, that means that your boys in the Democratic Party, because Adam Kinzinger is a Democratic Party shill, your boys in the Democratic Party are out instigating violence. Your, your, your Democratic Party shills, as you are yourself, are out there instigating racist acts, saying racist slurs, trying to instigate racist violence, are pretending to be right-wingers who are left-wingers. So you, you lose either way, Adam. You lose either way. Either, either they are white supremacist terrorists that have just been attacked by your political enemies, which means that you're on the side of the white supremacist terrorists or they're federal agents, which means that you are on the side of the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, people out there instigating racial violence. There you go. Is that clear, Aaron? Yeah, okay. and, and I just got to say, Facebook shut us down. Oh, put, so, put yourself on. Yeah, Facebook shut us down. So yeah. definitely go and watch on Rumble. Obviously, yeah. if you're trying to watch on Facebook, you yeah. can't hear me say that. But <laughs> yeah, you ever listen? You need to. What What did we get shut down for? Do you know? It didn't say the page wouldn't even load anymore, and yeah. our our stream just quit. Yeah. So this is it. this is the way that it is, and this is this is this is life now. You gotta. I'm kind of preaching to the choir because most of you are probably already on Rumble. But if you're on anything else, if you're on YouTube. What do we got? Twitter, Twitch, yeah, and Odyssey, whatever else we're on. Yeah. Switch to Rumble. I have no financial interest in Rumble. So far, my total amount of money that I've made on Rumble posts is $126. I have no financial interest in Rumble, but you've got to switch over to Rumble. Your friends on Facebook, send them a message now if you're watching on Rumble. If you have friends you know that are watching on Facebook, teach them how to get the app. It's not hard. Even I can pull up. Even I get apps. Look at Look at all the apps. I can't, I mean, it's like, well, whatever. Well, I'd show you, but I got a million apps on my phone. One of those Rumble. And I got that one all by myself. I didn't even need Aaron to help me. It's true. And so the thing is, you can do it. You got to switch over to Rumble. We got to have a parallel culture. We got to have our own parallel grocery stores, our own parallel hospitals, our own parallel entertainment, our own parallel travel, our own parallel farms, our own parallel fuel facilities. We've got to do it now. Can I allow these people to have more and more leverage control over our lives? They just banned us off Facebook again. My church is banned for life off of YouTube. We got another channel on YouTube now, but you know, it's just all garbage humanity. And YouTube is starting to feel threatened because you're now allowed on YouTube to talk about the 2020 corruption, 2020 election corruption. They didn't allow you to do that before. All right, switching over now. Grandma Smith video. Let me play this for you one more time just to set it. Just play the first couple seconds. Play it for me. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business So I had to get to this next story on this stuff. I just had to get this next one. Benny Johnson video. 
Breaking, Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe used while he was vice president that he could have used to conduct bribery. Play it for me. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling, and you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. It was from AT&T. It was $300 a month. It was a global phone where you could access somebody anywhere around the world. Uh, we shared that phone number and that account information with people at the House Oversight Committee. My hope is that if they haven't already, they will subpoena those records because I think it will give an indication on how tight the communication was. Uh, and that may be the phone for example, that the Ukrainian, the Burisma executive might have used uh, in this allegation uh, that he talked to Joe Biden in re recorded conversations. I, I would just say one other thing, Marie, as it relates to that sort of shakedown phone call with Henry Zhao uh, that we alluded to. Henry Zhao in 2015 had already sent $5 million to the Bidens. Uh, he was the head of a harvest investment firm. Uh, and what's interesting is in the correspondence there, Hunter Biden again talks to Zhao in the context of this is a deal that's important to my family uh, involving his father. Let's also keep in mind we fixate on the criminal element of this. We also have to focus on the espionage element of this. Henry Zhao paid $5 million to Hunter Biden from an account that was part of a company that he co-owned with the family of the Minister of State Security of China, who's I'm in charge of the entire spy apparatus. And you see that in every deal that Hunter Biden did in China, these individuals that are sending him money have ties to Chinese intelligence. Unbelievable. We have to take a quick break and then talk more. Since we've talked so much about all the other stuff, I'll just focus on that last sentence by Peter Schweitzer there. Every single dealing that Hunter Biden did with China has links to Chinese intelligence. I mean, this is, and then just so, again, I play the video in front of this all the time. I mean, Joe Biden saying to Peter Ducey, I have never had a discussion with my son about his overseas business dealings. And then he has a phone that was paid for by Rosemont Seneca. It was paid for by Hunter Biden's business dealings. He's never had a, so he's never had a discussion about, with Hunter Biden about his overseas business dealings, but he's having private discussions on a what's called a global phone. I don't know exactly what that means, but I assume that means you can reach anybody anywhere globally. Like a satellite phone. You can just, it is a satellite yeah. phone, that's for sure. I'm getting that from Aaron. But, I mean, it's a powerful phone. It cost him, like, I mean, it was, it was a lot of money per month. I can't remember what it was. Three to $600 per month or whatever for his phone, thousands of dollars. So that they could have private conversations, untraceable conversations. This is why he was vice president. He had this phone. Now, when you when you have devices, when and you are president, vice president, secretary of state, Hillary Clinton's thirty-three thousand deleted emails on a private server. That's all crimes because all your devices have to be checked. They have to be cleared by the Secret Service. They actually, it's not even the Secret Service, it's actually a military entity that does it. I can't remember the name offhand right now. It's actually a military entity that actually checks your devices, that makes sure that they are clear, clear from being infiltrated by foreign entities. 
So Joe Biden had a phone he was carrying around that was not cleared by by military intelligence. Is it Homeland Security? It's not Homeland Security. No, no, it's a different. It's a, it's an acronym I've, I've never heard of before. But gotcha. Bongino knows. You can look it up. I can't. I just can't remember it right now. So Homeland Security is not the military. So that he had a device that was not cleared. So he was actually. I'm not saying that it was a crime necessarily. It was certainly, if you go by the precedent set by Hillary Clinton, where you're allowed to have a, a server in a bathroom in Colorado. That's being routinely infiltrated by Russians, Russia, 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 China, Romania, Ukraine, everybody else, our allies and our foes all at the same time are infiltrating and reading uh, State Department documents, top secret documents, communiques between Hillary Clinton and Barack Hussein Obama. I guess the precedent is you can do whatever you want. So th- he had this phone. And, what, and is this phone, which, by the way, all the records are subpoenable. I know that's not a word, but I just have to use it. Uh, they can all be subpoenaed. There we go. So they can all be subpoenaed. And that James Comer and Jim Jordan are talking about. They need to get their butts moving, though. Comer and Jordan need to get moving here. They need to be making criminal referrals. I know they're not going to go anywhere. But they need to be making criminal referrals to the DOJ and get the DOJ on the record, Merrick Garland on the record, Matthew Graves on the record, David Weiss on the record denying these things. That's what they need to do. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, Chanel Rion uh, owned video. It's hard to say. Chanel Rion on own video. You heard it on own first. These audio recordings between Joe Biden and Ukraine's Petro Poroshenko. But this is actually this is actually focused on John Kerry. Strange, isn't it? Play it for me. Burisma paid Kerry's chief of staff $90,000 in 2014 to lobby Congress and the State Department. Four days after Kerry's discussion about the problem of Viktor Shokin, Joe Biden flew to Ukraine. Here's where the timeline gets interesting. Two months later, on February 2nd, 2016, Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin's office seized Burisma founder Nikolai Zlochevsky's property and assets. That's the, that's the month in which Shokin, who supposedly wasn't investigating anybody, that's another Biden lie, raided Burisma and put them under arrest. The owner of Burisma, who was crooked as all get out, Zloshevsky, was afraid his business was going to be taken away. And he brought Biden in for what he had bribed Biden to do, which was to fix the case for him. Let's try to let's try to I'm going to see if I can remember the timeline off the video. So you have ninety thousand dollars given to John Kerry's staff, ninety thousand dollars given to advisors for John Kerry. Then lo and behold, given by given to John Kerry from who? From Burisma to John Kerry. To John Kerry, climate czar John Kerry, various times uh, during the Obama administration, also Secretary of State. So John Kerry was given $90,000 from Burisma. And lo and behold, I believe it was a week later, Joey shows up and does the, Joey Biden shows up in Ukraine to do his infamous uh it's, you know, I don't know what you call it. Discussion with uh, Poroshenko. If you don't fire Shokin, you're not getting the billion dollars discussion. The quid pro quo with Poroshenko. So lo and behold, that happens afterwards. Right after, and then lo and behold, of course, then Shokin gets fired. Very weird, isn't it? Then you have the leader of Burisma, the CEO of Burisma, remembering how to pronounce, uh, I can't remember how to pronounce all their names, but leader then of Burisma, then of course meets with, I mean, well, has, has meetings, audio taped meetings 
with Joe Biden after with with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, the 17 tapes recorded, ended up in the hands of Onoshenko, who tried to give them Andrew Weissman, now in the now in the custody of the FBI, where they're talking about bribes to the Biden family, to Hunter and Joe Biden. Very strange, isn't it? How it all works out. This is why Ukraine must burn. Ukraine usually what what Ukraine is to the globalist left is a usable asset. They use it, they use it, they use it. Metabiota, Pravda Bank, Barisma, they use it, they launder money. They use it to stir up, you know, globalist agenda, globalist agenda wars for food and fuel shortages, which which is what they have going on right now. So the World Economic Forum can come in and offer the totalitarian solutions. That's what they do. And they use it, they use it, they use it. Then you got all those records there. Why do you think they don't want Russia to get the records? They don't want, listen, and it's, it's very complex, but you have China funding both Russia and Ukraine. Why do you think, do you think, why do you think that China right now is building a base in Cuba? Why do you think they're funding Ukraine and Russia? Because then they get the records either way. Either Ukraine gives them the records as another quid pro quo, thank you for your Belt and Road Initiative money. Remember, C, uh, CEFC money. Thank you for your Belt and Road Initiative money. Thank you for funding the war. So, you know, here's the records from Pravda Bank. Here's the records from Burisma. Here's the records from Metabiota. Here, here's the audio recordings. You think, you think those are the only audio recordings there are, those 17 audio recordings? You don't, you don't think that Onoshenko or Zelchesky, I can't remember how to pronounce the name for the Burisma CEO, you don't think they made multiple recordings of that to give and to use as leverage against the Biden administration to extort the Biden administration? That's why China can do whatever they want. The Biden administration knows that China is funding Volodymyr Zelensky. They know it. They've already met. They know it. That's why that they're allowed to build their base, why China's allowed to build their base in, in Cuba. And by the way, Russia is still in Cuba. They're allowed to do it because of extortion. They're allowed to fly their balloons all over the United States and take pictures of our nuclear silos because if they don't, Metabiota information will be released. Wuhan Institute of Virology, funded by Metabiota, owned by Hunter Biden, partially owned by Hunter Biden, will be released. Pravda Bank information and the other bank that Burisma opened up an account for, for Hunter Biden, will be released. These recordings will be released. John Kerry's own family's involved in business. Nancy Pelosi's son is involved in business in Ukraine. They, that's why Ukraine must burn. They want the war to go on. It must burn. That's what they're hoping for. That's why it has to burn. And there's, there's many tributaries to that river. They also want it. They also want to keep using it. After they burn it to the ground, they're going to come in with their CBDC, social credit systems. Most of Ukraine is already CBDC and social uh, social credit systemified already. Not much to do. It's basically a cashless society in Ukraine. It's always this sort of petri dish for the globalist left. They've got it. It's their own little their own little laboratory, their own laboratory of of, of human experiments. What is Metabiota? A bioweapons lab inside of Ukraine. Purposely put there to stir up animosity between Ukraine and Russia. It's purpose. It's all, I mean, it's all just purposeful. Natalie Winters tweet. Lo and behold, Ukraine gets 200 billion more the day after the Biden family's corrupt pay-for-play scheme in Ukraine is unearthed. The FD 1023 form. Funny, isn't it? Look at the date, 6923. So just, you know, basically two, three weeks ago. 
The day after the FD-1023 was, remember, FD-1023 that Christopher Ray said doesn't exist. And then he said, remember now, when he said under oath in a congressional hearing that the FD-1023 form doesn't exist, that's a crime. He must be criminally prosecuted. I don't care if it's five years from now. I don't care if it's five months from now. I don't care if it's five days from now. He needs to be criminally prosecuted for that, period. Period. Or we're going to experience this over and over again. Be Clarence Thomas over and over again. Brett, Brett, Brett Kavanaugh over and over against. Alex Jones over and over against. Lawfare over and over again. Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, Ruli Giuliani, Mar-a-Lago. If you don't put an end to the lawlessness, it's going to keep coming over and over and over and over again. You have to stand up to it. So you have Christopher Ray under oath declaring that there is no this whistleblower from the FBI. You have the IRS whistleblower. You have IRS whistleblower one, that's Shapley, IRS whistleblower number two, Mr. X. Then you have the, we don't know his name, the FBI whistleblower. Does it get confusing? Yes. It's all interlinked. It's all Ukraine. It's all China. It's all finances. It's all espionage. It's all Chinese uh, intelligence. It's Ukraine. Uh, you know, Ukraine prime minister, Ukraine aid, uh, Burisma, CEO. It gets kind of confusing. But... Lo and behold, the moment that this gets unearthed, that there's 17 recordings of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the CEO of Burisma talking about bribes, lo and behold, a $200 billion payment. And Aaron actually put the video up where, where lo and behold, they lost 6.2, they didn't lose 6.2 billion. They accidentally said 6.2 billion to Ukraine, and there was no accountability for it. Somebody probably found it, said they were going to be a whistleblower, and they go, okay, we'll do a press Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. Don't tell anybody. We'll do a press conference, and we'll declare that it was an accident. Right. Just like every time they ban me off Facebook like they did tonight. Oh, it's an accident. Just like PayPal. Remember PayPal? You put out disinformation. Was it PayPal? Or? Yeah, it was PayPal. PayPal. Put, you put out, you allegedly put out disinformation. They take down, they, put, they find you $2,500. How they're able to find you. What, I mean, who are they? The local magistrate. Yeah, they pulled it out of your PayPal account. Yeah, they actually put it. Yeah, they, but they, I mean, they find you money that they don't have. They don't really have access to. They don't, they're not allowed to find you. They don't take your money. They can just shut you off. They can shut you off if they want their private entity. Although I don't agree wholeheartedly with that either, but I'm not going to digress. But they just shut you off if they want. To. They can't take your money. That's a, that, that is a crime. That is stuff they need to be criminally charged for. All these people need to be criminally charged. These state attorneys inside of these, these attorneys general inside of red states need to be taking PayPal to court for these things. It's the same thing here. Oh, oh whoops, we lost $6.2 billion. We accidentally sent $6.2 billion extra dollars to China. I mean, to Ukraine. See, everybody remember what a billion dollars is. Please remember what a billion dollars is. Since we are $32 trillion in debt, a trillion is a million billions. A billion is a million millions. A thousand millions, correction, I've correct all this. A trillion is a thousand billions. A billion is a thousand millions. Remember that is. So they, six times over, they sent Ukraine a thousand millions. Remember that. It's all your money too. And then they're going to claim it's a mistake, just like they always do. And then, just like PayPal did, then they come back and say, oh, you know what, it was a mistake. And that's what they'll do with this too. All right, what's the next one? Our Mick Wallace video, Damage to Ukraine. Is that just going, just want to talk about Ukraine for just a second because I want you to know the true state of what's happening there because you end up with the, the Wagner revolt and everybody's like, oh, wow, Russia is going down. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia's going down. Russia's not going down. Russia's just fine. Wagner is now in Belarus, living it up in Belarus, claiming that this Wagner group is going to be refunded by Belarus, which by, which by the way, they are. 
you know what? I just could spend all night with this. Oh, I'm going to digress for just a minute. If you honestly believe, which I've already I've got a video on this later, but if you honestly believe, because you have Joe Biden, you know what I'll do? I'll just skip the video. I'll just go over it. If you honestly believe, you know, I'm going to do this. Skip that one, Heather, what I'm about to show you. And then go to the post-millennial video, Biden on the latest developments in Russia. You got that one? Well, tell me when you're ready, or you guys tell me when you're ready. Because I want to show you this, because anything Biden says, it's actually the opposite. Why would Joe Biden feel the urge? Why would he feel the need to go out and make this statement? Play it for me. The, uh, the situation began to develop as it did. I directed my national security team to monitor closely and report to me hour by hour. I instructed them to prepare for a range of scenarios. I also convened our key allies on a, on a Zoom call to make sure we're all on the same page. It's critical that we're in a coordinated in our response and coordinated in what we to anticipate. We agree, they agreed with me that we had to make sure we gave Putin no excuse. Let me emphasize, we gave Putin no excuse to blame this on the West or to blame this on NATO. We made clear that we were not involved. We had nothing to do with it. This was part of a struggle within the Russian system. I also talked at length with President Zelensky of Ukraine. I'll be keeping in contact with him. I may be So everything that you're seeing there is lies. And I just have to make this comment on it. Why is it that Joe Bar Biden basically has speech farts right in the middle of his speeches? He's sitting there talking with a normal tone. And then he's going, you know, and I made clear. I mean, why can't you just say I made clear? So everything, so he's saying that he made it clear that the West was not involved in the Wagner revolution or the, the Wagner insurrection, the Wagner mutiny. And the United States had nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. Why would you have to say that? Why would anybody ever think that the United States would have anything to do with sabotaging Russia? Why, why, would, it, why would we ever think that? To further instigate a Ukraine war? Why, why would, why would, because, you know, why would... Why would why would you why would anybody ever think that? Well, because we blew up their where we blew up their pipeline and that we forced this war. We had you had Voldemar Zelensky and Vladimir Putin both saying they didn't want to do it. Both came to the agreement that Ukraine would never come and be part of NATO, and that that um, the very you know whether it's whether it's Crimea or the the eastern e Russian speaking eastern Ukraine, the Donbas region. Could be, could be autonomous and choose whether they want to be part of Ukraine or Russia. That was agreed upon. Listen, the Donbass region and Crimea are both Russian-speaking. Brought In the 2014 Blue Revolution brought on by the Biden administration, they made second-class citizens out of Russian-speaking Ukrainians. Not only that, but then they send in the Ossoff Battalion to, to uh, habitually harass and torment these people and terrorize these people. So the Donbass region wanted out of Ukraine anyway, and so did Crimea. Yep. So Vladimir Putin says, I'm going to oblige you. These people are calling Vladimir Putin. Oh, Tom, you're a Putin apologist. I'm not a Putin apologist. He's a tyrant. So Zelensky. We're going to go fight for democracy in Ukraine, for a country that's not a democracy. We're going to use a vaccine to stop transmission and infection. I just saw Jeffrey Tubin on a podcast to this day, like one day ago, espousing that the vaccine stops transmission and infection. We're going, to use a, we're going to mandate a vaccine so we can stop transmission infection. Using a vaccine doesn't stop transmission infection. We're going to go fight for a democracy when the, when the country isn't a democracy. That's, a, that's the state of the United States right now because of the Biden administration. So this war was already done. 
So why would America want to just keep it going? Because Ukraine must burn. Ukraine must burn. Provide Bank must burn. Metabiota must burn. Burisma must burn. All the documents must burn. And Zelensky will make sure they burn as long as you keep sending them billions. He'll make sure it all burns. Or he'll give it to China. Or they're all in it to China. Listen, China who's funding Ukraine. China is funding Russia. They're all in it together to extort the Biden administration. They, get, they know their time. It's like Satan knows. His time draweth nigh where he's going to be cast into the lake of fire. He knows that. So they're going to get as much out of this time as they can. We know that Trump may be president. Come January 20th of 2025, he may be president. So we have got to take care of this now. All of this must burn now. So you send in Boris Johnson to make sure that Voldemar Zelensky and Vladimir Putin go to war. That's what happened. It's exactly what happened. Yep. Former Israeli prime minister who is a leftist, who is a leftist, the guy that was just defeated by Benjamin Netanyahu is a leftist. He said it was done. Signed, sealed, delivered, peace treaty, done. It was done. And here comes Boris, a, a alleged conservative. Yeah. No, they're not conservatives. Yeah. The conservative party in Canada are not conservatives. The Tory party in, in, in Great Britain are not conservatives. They're controlled opposition, the most, the most Benedict Arnold, disgusting Judas people there are. I'd rather go, just, I'd rather know who my enemies are. That's, who, that, that's what's actually really happening there. So Biden accidentally, this is what you call a Freudian slip. So Biden <laughs> actually, actually revealed who he really is. Now, I know all of you have already seen this, but I've got something else to show you with it. Biden said, I sold state secrets. Here it is. Play it for me. I was just thinking, uh, uh, the, anyway, I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. All right, now, Aaron, put yourself on. Now, who's sitting next to him? You got the CEOs of Apple, the CEO of uh, Google, and the CEO of Microsoft sitting right next to him as he says that. <laughs> there you go. It, it's it's a sim very similar to the statement that George W. Bush said about his unlawful war in Iraq. Yeah. He said it himself. It's an unlawful war in Iraq. And then what, I mean, very, I mean, lawful war. They know. They're human beings with a conscience, Romans 1, 18 through 32. They have a conscience. God put it there for you. They have a conscience. Joe Biden knows I sold state secrets. He did. He is. He did, and he is. And then he, what do they always do? Projection. That's why you're, I mean, Joe Scarborough, with absolutely no evidence whatsoever, endlessly says that Joe, that Hunter, that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, no, Donald Trump sold nuclear secrets to foreign countries. What foreign country and what nuclear secrets, show Never stipulates at all. Never actually, never, never presents the particulars, never gives any level of specificity, just says that he does. They project. That which they, I mean, come on. You had Hillary Clinton sell 20% with Barack Hussein Obama's approval of our Ukrainium. Ukrainium, not Ukrainian. Uranium. Uranium, yeah, there yeah. we go, thank you. Uranium to Uranium One which is a Vladimir Putin-controlled <laughs> fuel company. It's uranium, right? Yeah, uranium, okay. yeah. There we go. That, what was I calling it? 
I can't remember. Our supposed, our supposed uh, enemies. We sell all of our uranium. No, to. I got that part. I'm still, <laughs> how did I mispronounce Ukrainian? Oh, uranium. Because I got Ukraine, Ukrainian, yeah. uranium. Yeah, uranium. So I mean, that, then they, what they actually do, they accuse you of doing. What they are actually doing, they accuse you of, uh, you of currently doing. That's what they do. Here's proof. Just so everybody knows, it wasn't an audited. I'm um, not an edited. Wasn't an edited tape. This was an edited tape because here is the official White House brief on what Joe Biden said in that meeting. Remarks by President, President Biden and Prime Minister Modi of the Republic of India in meeting with senior officials. Now look at, I want everybody to see, this is a white, no, I don't I need it down, you made it too big. Shrink it, shrink, shrink. Everybody see type or top right-hand corner, the White House. This is from, this is actually true. So what did Biden say? Now make it big. Now what did he actually say? This is it right here. East room, 12, 14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I sold a lot of state secrets <laughs> and a lot of very important things that we shared. Laughter. <laughs> that's what he said. Because that's, that's in his heart. That's his own conscious speaking. That's how Joe Biden has lived. That's why he's had, I mean, Joe Biden, what is it, 1,800 plus boxes of, of classified and confidential information that he took, he took out of skiffs as a senator that he brought home as vice president that were being stored in the Penn Biden Center, bought and paid for by the CCP at Penn, at Penn College, Penn University, whatever it is, also in Chinatown in D.C., also in his garage, on his garage floor, in Rehoboth Beach, where Hunter Biden's coming in with his crack whores and his, his uh, Eastern European prostitutes and probably Chinese Intel business partners into Joe Biden's garage where his Corvette is being parked, but don't worry, the garage door's locked. And I guarantee you that same person, that the, the FBI whistleblower that, did the, that revealed the FD 1023 form, he's the one who blew the whistle on Joe Biden having all of those classified documents. I guarantee you. Here's an interesting one. Mariano video. Tweet, uh, Mariana video. Joe Biden, I want to I thank Kamala. Play it for me. And I want to thank Kamala, who's there for every single important thing we do. And I'm not sure how we do it without her. <laughs> so go right to the next thing for me, Heather. Uh, so he's thanking Kamala Harris. Can't get it. We can't do it without her. She's involved in every last thing that we do. I don't know how we accomplish anything without Kamala Harris. NBC's, look at the date at the bottom, 62623. NBC's new poll, NBC, that bastion of right-wing conservatism, New poll reveals that Kamala Harris has a net negative approval rating of a whopping negative 17%. 32% approve versus 49% disapprove. That's the lowest for any VP ever in the poll's history. Can't get by without Kamala. Look how great she's doing. She's the border czar. Look how great she's doing down there. And just so everybody knows about the border, they're manipulating the border stats. So when you see right now what's crossing the, illegally crossing the border every month, it's 200,000 people. They'll say that it's, let's say, 50,000. They'll try to get Trump numbers. Trump numbers are like 8,000. He, he, he turned the spigot off down there. How are they doing it? They have an app that you use on your phone that sends you to the port of entry inside of Mexico so they can say that you went through the port of entry. Now, in order for you to be, go through the port of entry, you have to qualify. They're not qualifying anybody. They're just sending them straight through the port of entry into the United States. So, so instead of an open gate, which there is, there still is, they, but if they send them through the open gate in Del Rio, Texas, if they send them there, then it is an illegal crossing stat. Those have all been removed. 
not all, but just for ease of conversation, many of them have now been removed. They say, don't go to the open gate. Yes, the gate's open. If you really want to go in there, you can go in there. Don't go to the open gate. Go simply go through the port of entry because we've removed all qualifications. You, you don't have to qualify to go into the country at all. We're going to give you a notice to appear. Normally, you go through the port of entry. You have to prove that you, you know, that your country is, is a threat to you. You're claiming asylum. The, here, here's the threats. Uh, I'll die if I go back. I'll starve to death if I, if I go back. Can I, I'm claiming asylum. That's what you do at ports of entry. That was Donald Trump's remain in Mexico policy. You had to go through a port of entry, which shut the spigot off. There's nobody crossing the border anymore because nobody qualifies for asylum. That's why you see these people. All of them are fat. And listen, I'm fat. I'm not making fun of fat people. I'm just telling you. <laughs> they're all fat. They all have the same cell phone I do. They're holding them up as they, as they cross the river. They're, they're holding their cell phones up, right? They're all military-aged men. They, they can't claim asylum because there's nothing for them to be scared of back where they live. They can't, came, they can't claim asylum. This is all stirred up by the UN, stirred up by the World Health Organization, stirred up, stirred up by the World Economic Forum, which I don't have time to get into. But they had to, they had to change the stats. Otherwise, they're going down. You can't have 200,000 people crossing every. I mean, think about it. 2,000 people times 12. And by the way, it's double that or even five times that, five times that amount per month. So now they can hide the numbers totally and completely. Send them through the port of entry with no qualifications, no restrictions. They give them the exact same thing they do at the processing centers. And then also, all the NGOs that are funded by the Democratic Party all get to keep their billions and billions of dollars of governmental taxpayer-funded taxpayer, taxpayer dollars given to them so that they can facilitate these illegal immigrants. But now they're all poor. Everybody wins then for the Democratic Party. Your tax dollars going to NGOs to send kids into slave labor, send kids into sex slavery, send in military-age Chinese citizens that somehow come across the southern border, send them into the United States. The NGOs get their billions of dollars to facilitate these people. So all, everybody wants Catholic, Catholic Charity Services. They're one of the NGOs. They all get their billions, and then they make all these NGOs, they make their donations, like Planned Parenthood, who gets $600 million a year of your taxpayer dollars. Trump cut it off, buy in day one, put it back on. And that's just the United States. I mean, probably billions, but I'll just say hundreds and hundreds of millions, 600 million plus, goes to worldwide abortions also. With any of these people, whether it's the Alpha variant, Delta variant, Omicron, everybody dies. Vaccines, death. Original variant, death. Mitigations, mask wearing, death. Social distancing, death. Lockdowns, death. Everybody dies. Fentanyl, death. Open border, everybody dies or is, or is put into slavery. That, that's how you can always tell whether it's a globalist operation or not. That's how, that's how, you, that's how you can always tell. Just, just follow where people are dying and where people are put into servitude. That's how, you, that's how you know that it's a globalist operation. But I wanted you to know that's what they're doing. They're manipulating these stats, simply putting them through a different hole in the fence. That's all that they're doing so that they can manipulate the stats. It's just like they'll say, no, no, this isn't CRT. This isn't critical, critical race theory. This isn't DNI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's IED, you know, inclusion, equity, and diversity. See, it's not DEI, it's IED. It's not CRT, critical race theory. It's, it's you know, TRC, theory of race critical. See, that's all they do. They don't change anything to make anything better. They just rename it. They don't, they'll, 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 they'll call, you know, they'll eliminate crimes in cities. They'll, they'll eliminate 
they don't actually eliminate crime. They just eliminate calling it a crime. Then all the, all the whatever, whatever city you want to name, where you're having the, you know, the criminals come in in mass, you know, just mass shoplifting rings, looting these stores full of these uh, contractor trash bags, filling it full of trash, because, I mean, filling it full of merchandise, because, and they go right up to $990 because you'll only be prosecuted at 1000 and the Democrats will say theft is way down because nothing under $1,000 is theft anymore. It's the same thing they're doing at the border. Does that make sense, Aaron? Yeah. All right, 100%. RNC research video. Now, here's, here, here is going way over tonight, but <laughs> RNC research video. I'm supposed to be 90 minutes of fury. I'm at an hour and, I mean, 107 minutes of fury. RNC research, RNC research video. Now, this has to do with China is building, don't let anybody fool you, call it an intelligence gathering operation, intelligence gathering base. It's a military base. They're going to put missiles there because they don't have intercontinental ballistic missiles, but they have semi-intercontinental missiles. They can't transverse the Atlantic, can't transverse the Pacific, but they certainly can transverse the Gulf of Mexico. They have that technology. They can do that. They can launch intercontinental, semi-intercontinental ballistic missiles from Cuba, but they can't do it from China yet. They don't have the tech. They do have hypersonic technology that surpasses ours, however. So what's Antony Blinken going to do about it? So you know you got China establishing a military base in Cuba. What's Antony Blinken? Look at this lion. Look at the, look how Antony Blinken, this lion, look how he answers these questions from Jake Tapper. Play it for me. Are we going to prevent China from having a military base on the island of Cuba? We uh, have uh, been not only looking, but also engaging in a number of countries over the last couple of years uh, where China's trying to get a, a foothold. And we've been engaged uh, diplomatically in a number of places. Yeah. And we've had some success in um, either preventing that, delaying that, uh, or turning that around. We continue to do that. I've raised that directly with, uh, with my Chinese counterparts. They know where we stand on that issue. I noticed you say you raised it with your Chinese counterparts. There aren't, we don't, we have no relations still with Cuba. I mean, this decision to pull back relations with Cuba, did we not just throw them into the arms of the Chinese? No, we actually have raised this with, uh, with, with the Cubans as well. So uh, they also, for them, there's right. no secret about uh, the, uh, the concerns that we have and the fact that we're watching this very carefully. Are we going to make sure it doesn't happen? Is this a line in the sand? Uh, uh, again, we've made clear that, uh, this is a real, that this is a real concern. And as I said, uh, in a variety of places where China's tried to get a foothold uh, militarily or, uh, or with intelligence, uh, we've been uh, not only looking at that, we've been taking... Uh, action to try to push uh, push back and we've had so they've been looking taking action engaging watching carefully and making it clear this is a concern what a lion what a you have a you have your number one globalist threat your number one globalist adversary both militarily and economically building a freaking base 90 miles off of key west and you are looking listening engaging, watching carefully, and making it clear this is a concern. What, what a pansy boy. He's another, he's not, he doesn't qualify as an ankle grabber. He is a butt cheek grabber for the Democratic Party. Bent over, grabs both his butt cheeks, spreads them wide, and lets the Chinese Communist Party do whatever they want. Now, how should you respond to Jake Tapper's questions? Play it for me, Heather. Once I get back in, in which case... I will inform China that they have 48 hours to get any military and spy equipment out of Cuba. Or I will drop the hammer. 
And there will be tariffs unlike anything that China's ever seen before. And that's why we didn't have a military base being built off of being built off the coast of Florida and Cuba. We didn't have that happening during the Trump administration. We didn't have an invasion of Ukraine. We didn't have an Afghan debacle. We didn't have hyperinflation. They were scared to death to do anything while Trump was there. That's why we didn't have Chinese uh, air reconnaissance over Taiwan. We didn't have, we didn't have Taiwan uh, surrounded by the Chinese military. We didn't have Kim Jong-un uh, doing his nuclear missile tests again. We didn't, we didn't have any of that happening under the Trump administration. Strange, isn't it? Weird. We didn't, have, we didn't have balloons flying over America, despite their stupid reports that we did. We didn't. You know we didn't. There's never a report of any, any balloon flying over the United States during the Trump administration. That's why. That's how you answer. You get out in 48 hours or there's going to be consequences. Don't, and we all know Trump's saying economic consequences. We know that there would be military response to it. There's no way Donald Trump, he lives in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. West Palm Beach, Florida. He is not going to allow a military, a Chinese military installation 100 miles from his house. Not going to happen. All right, I was going to jump off, but I'm going to do a little bit of this. I hope, everyone, I hope you everyone, if everyone, send me in if you want me to stay on for a little bit, because i got to cover this pervert stuff. I keep not getting to it, because I'm always talking about, I'm always talking about the agenda. The agenda is the globalist agenda, globalist, bourgeois, leftist agenda, is, of course, to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point controlled by a tyrant. It causes all, both small and great, rich and poor to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who is the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, 17. That's, that's the agenda. That's the point of COVID. Now, there's many tac- tactics. The tactics are, that's the point of COVID, transgenderism, climate change, gun grabbing, and a myriad of others that I put, lawlessness, a myriad of others that I could name. And another, one, of the, one of them is, of course, perversion, which is under the transgender agenda. But it's not just transgender agenda either. It's also, listen, do you think Epstein Island was the only one that ever existed? No. Listen, he was a foreign agent. He was used to honeypot people into silence. It's all sorts. So you could use, I could say, sexual manipulation is another tactic to get people to shut up and legislate as the globalists tell them to legislate. Globalists is the DNC. Most of the Republican Party are globalists. Lindsey Graham Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, Susan, uh, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, a myriad of others that I can, John Cornyn, Rob Portman, I, could, I mean, a myriad, Marco Rubio, myriad of others. They're globalists. And, they're, and I'm not saying all of them have been honeypotted or anything else, but they're, they're either globalists by choice or globalists by extortion. But here, and I wanted to cover perversion because it's a tactic of that globalist agenda. Liz Wheeler tweet, California moves to allow therapists to emancipate 12-year-olds from their parents. This is an egregious assault on parental rights and on children, even for California. What is this about? They can now take your kid if you won't lop his penis off upon the request of the kid. That's what they're, they're this is what they're, California moves to allow this is what they're trying to legislate. Same, same state is currently legislating the ability to kill your kid 28 days after they're born. Here's another one. Elon, most of you have seen this one, but I'm going to use it as a launching point. Elon Musk parody video. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Play it for me. I 
told you these people, they're not smart. They're just zealous. They said it out loud. We're here. We're queer. Go to the next pick for me. They're coming for your children. There your kids are with naked men. Stan, I mean, these are, I mean, we, obviously the images are blurred out. You can actually find these images, whether it's the fountain images with little kids standing all around, a bunch of gay men with all their stuff hanging out for these kids. This is, and they'll claim that it's so that they can be gay with other men. Is it really, or are you trying to indoctrinate children into your sex life? You're trying to make pedophilia the norm. They are. It's being legislated through the United Nations right now. I've read it to you. The United Nations is trying to pass a bill, whatever they call it, trying to, to, to uh, and then, you know, that's where Jack Smith comes from. He comes from The Hague, which is basically the United States police force. That's who Jack Smith is. A Trump, Jack Smith, whose wife works for Michelle Obama. I mean, again, it's just all so corrupt. But they're trying to normalize the, the latest, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. I'll just call it legislation, I guess. Out of the United Nations, out of the United Nations, is to allow kids to make their own sexual choices so that an eight-year-old can sleep with a 30-year-old man. It's absolute fact. It's in writing. It's rule number 16. It's in the United States. It's called a charter, United Nations Charter, to try to legalize pedophilia. It's as simple as that. And if it's not pedophilia, pedophilia is a very specific crime where people who are sexually interested in prepubescent children... But it's also to legalize sexual contact between a 40-year-old man and a 14-year-old girl. That's what it's all about. They can make their own. This 14-year-old girl cannot make her own sexual decisions. 14-year-old girl cannot decide to lop her breasts off. 14-year-old boy cannot decide to lop his testicles off. Cannot decide to lop his penis off. They cannot. They can do it when they're 18. They can decide to do whatever they want. They can lop off all their penises, invert their penis, add a phallic symbol that they used when they cut off your, you know, big chunks of your forearm and make a phallic symbol and sew that onto your vagina. They can do all that when they're 18. Not when they're 14, but the UN and the idiots, these perverts in this, these are perverts. Just, I mean, how are, you, how are you as a disgusting, look at that fat tub of goo against that wall right there. Look at that guy sitting there with his pop belly sticking out, along with something else sticking out, for that eight-year-old girl to walk by. This is, about, this is about indoctrinating children, grooming children into their sex acts. All right, go to the next one for me. Don't believe me? Here's the legislation. Uh, California Senator Scott Weiner, appropriately named, passed a bill in 2020 to lower penalties for sodomy with 14-year-olds, of which Gavin Newsom signed on to. Which, by the way, Gavin Newsom is clever. Gavin Newsom knows how to interrupt endlessly and spout lies. That's all he does. He just, he just goes on. He just filibusters you whenever, whenever he's interviewed. And if he ends up, because I don't think Biden's going to run for president, I think it's going to be Gavin Newsom, just so you know, for the record. I don't think it's going to be Biden. I think it's going to be Newsom. And all he does is filibuster in these debates. He just constantly lies the entire time. False tax data, false economic data, giving himself all sorts of credit, Biden all sorts of credit, false unemployment data, you know, false economic data out of California and the United States. And he just filibusters. And unless you know the counterargument to what he's saying, you look like an idiot like he made out of Sean Hannity. And Sean Hannity is an idiot. But this is, this is the stuff that needs to be brought up. Why is it, Gabby? Hey, Gabby, Gabby boy. Let's see, I believe he's nephew of Nancy Pelosi, right? Yeah. Hey, Gabby, why is it that you voted for Scott Weiner, appropriately named, who passed a bill in 2020 to lower penalties for sodomy on 14-year-olds? So when a 14-year-old boy is sodomized by, by a 48-year-old man, you lowered the penalty. Why is that, Gabby? Explain to us your virtue behind allowing a 48-year-old man to annually penetrate a 13-year-old boy 
and then let him off the hook, judicially speaking, criminally speaking. Why, why is that? Explain that to us, Gabby. That's how he needs to be brought to task. Let's go to the next one. Welcome to Sodom and Gomorrah. Here it is. Every parent, here's another, here's another. Um, it's, it's, of course, we were told by Rachel Levine, who is Richard Levine, <laughs> that this is, you know, not only is this Pride Month, but this is Pride Summer. Well, here's Pride Summer. Play it for me. Now, why is it that he doesn't go find 40-year-old women? No, every time he finds, finds a group of kids in his tidy whiteies and bounces his junk in front of their face. They're indoctrinating kids using the transgender agenda to do it. They're indoctrinating kids into pedophilia. Why are they indoctrinating kids into pedophilia? So they can control them too. It's all about leverage. Leverage you into one world commerce system. Snap, snap pictures. They want mass pedophilia so they can catch people in pedophilia, snap pictures of them because everything's videotaped, and then manipulate their behavior, control them. As, just the same as they do when they release a, a virus under the guise of a pandemic out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Anthony Fauci's bought and paid for alpha variant of COVID-19 through gain-of-function research. Here, don't think it's about kids. Go to the next one for me. Here we go. There we are. Pride month. Go to the next one for me. Pride month. Don't think it's about kids, though, huh? That's why there's many people. You have the Gays Against Groomers site. That's what the Gays Against Groomers stand for. Homosexuality is a sin. If I wouldn't have repented of lust myself, if I wouldn't have repented of my own sexual sin, I'd go to hell, too. I repented of my sin, received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. His blood washed away my sin. He forgot my sin. Forever, from, as far as the east is from the west, Psalm 103, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far as you remove my transgressions from us, available to everybody, there's only one way. Salvation is found in no one else, for there's no under, other way under heaven given to men by which they must be saved. Everybody can be saved. That's Acts 4, 12. So I would have gone to hell too, but homosexuality is sin. If you live a homosexual lifestyle, if you live a, a heterosexual fornicating lifestyle you're going to hell too that's the bible galatians 5 19 through 21 galatians 6 9 and 10 revelation 21 8 i could go on you go to hell for your sin whether it's lying cheating stealing sexual sin whatever it may be doesn't matter adultery doesn't matter lust of the eyes the same as the lust of the flesh matthew 5 28 doesn't matter Okay, so I just want to make sure everybody knows I'm an equal opportunity offender here, but you have like gays against groomers have come out and said, listen, this is not what we're about. We want to have our, we want to have our gay partners. We want gay marriage, which I'm totally against. I don't have any problem. People want to be gay, be gay. I don't, I don't really, you do what you want to do. If you ask me my opinion, I'm going to tell you what the Bible says about it. Just hell bound sin. That's fine. But they come out and they say, this, these people are bad mouthing. These people are, these people are denigrating homosexual people and they are because these people are not people who want to have homosexual relationships only with adult homosexual partners 
they want to bring kids into their sexual relationships. That's why they're out. Why, I mean, why would a grown, why would a 38 year old man tape up his penis and twerk himself in front of an eight year old girl? Why would he do it? Because he's sexually interested. He's both turned on by dressing like a woman and turned on by the response of little kids to him dressing up as a woman. Go to the next one for me, other. Just wanted to show you this. Don't believe me? Okay. First elected transgender state rep arrested in New Hampshire. First ever. I remember the celebration. I remember seeing it on Twitter. Oh, we breakthrough. The glass ceiling has been broken. First elected transgender state rep arrested in New Hampshire for distributing uh, 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 child exploit- exploitation images. <laughs> Think it's just about man dressing up as a woman? No, no. And why is it that it's always that way? Where are all the women dressing up as men? <laughs> where, where are they exactly? I, I, don't, I don't see them. Where are all the women that are participating in men's sports? I don't see it. All right, go to the next one for me. I just titled this one, Ben Over, dude. <laughs> That woman needs to go to prison. Yeah. She needs to go to prison. And the guy needs to go to prison. That's been over in front of her. This is all part of Pride Month. This is all June. I don't know about the guy in the underwear. That may have been an older video. But all the rest of the pictures I've showed you from June 2023. Now, I got to show you this. DC Drano tweet. Go to the next one. Most underreported story in Boston right now, and most of you didn't see, you can see the data on the bottom just from a couple days ago. This is from Boston. How many of you have actually heard this story? I know that 575 people are on right now on various platforms. Are we back on Facebook now? No. No, we never did get back on Facebook. We were banned from Facebook tonight, as usual. Switch to Rumble, switch to Rumble, switch to Rumble. But how many of you have actually seen this story? The most underreported story in Boston right now is first responders were called to a public housing complex in Boston for a man in cardiac arrest and found a horrifying scene filled with men, never women, men... Never women abusing kids. Men. In drag, of course, because it turns them on. And at least five children between the ages of five and ten. Here's the article. D.C. Drano from the Boston Herald. The apartment was extremely was in a, extremely unsanitary conditions. About six adults who appeared to be males. <laughs> appeared to be males. In other words, men dressed, as women's clothing, men dressed in women's clothing. Were seen in the apartment. They wrote, they wrote saying they subsequently found four children in, in the back bedroom being hidden by an adult male from first, re- from first responders. So you had, had these little kids obviously emerged in this sexual behavior. Somebody's dead there, and they're hiding these kids. This is a story not many people, not many people, I've heard about it. Just wanted to make sure that you saw it. Daily, let's go to the next one, other. Daily Mail Online tweet. There it is. Most of you have seen this already. We did you the favor. I didn't do you the favor. Mail, Daily Mail Online, really reputable source. They blurred out the images. You can find the full images, live video <laughs> on Tim Pool. You can, go to, you can go to Tim Pool on Twitter. He's got them up there. It is repulsive. There are little tiny kids. You can see it way better. I just didn't want to show you the video. I honestly did not want to show you the video of naked men. With little kids. I just, it, for me, it's criminal. So it's, it's almost criminal to show it. And I know the reporters that are showing it's not, it's not criminal for them. I'm just telling you. Na- men play naked <laughs> at a public fountain in front of children during Pride Month in Seattle. Just absolute reprobate, fall of mankind, Babylon. I mean, just absolute. I mean, just just an absolute atrocity. I I just can't, I really can't think of the words. You're sitting there and you're a full-grown man, little kids all around, and you're in there playing in a fountain in front of them naked. Now, I want everybody to think, 
What if that was, if it wasn't Pride Month, what would happen? If it wasn't Pride Month and a man came out to a public area buck naked, what would happen? But because it's offensive or it's not politically expedient and it could cost you political capital to do something about naked men, you will, you will no longer be considered woke. You'll no longer be considered politically appropriate if you arrest a naked man at a fountain in front of little kids. Not, naked should be arrested anyway, whether it's adults or kids. But when you got little kids there, I was a cop again, 1992, 2017, 25 years of street level law enforcement. Anytime somebody's naked, you go arrest them. Yeah. They're naked in public. It's actually in Florida state statutes. Not allowed to be naked in public, sorry. But because it's Pride Month, you're exempt from all laws. That's the agenda. Expose them video. High school teacher at Edohawks explains to students why sodomy is pleasurable. This is what's going on in our schools. Play it for me. Is where the prostate is. So you don't have to go inside the booty hole. You can actually just push on the seam, and that stimulates the prostate gland as well. And that all, they apparently really like that. Um, but, yeah, so that's why for male and male, Anal sex is still very pleasurable because of the fact that it hits the it hits the prostate and there's a lot of nerve endings in your booty as well. So the girls, the G spot, prostate, they're the equivalent to each other. But apparently, that's why if you ever see like, I mean, Target has them now. Sex toys. If you go to Target, seriously, if you go to Target and go where the tampons and pads are, they have. They just look like a little box, but if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box. You open it up, and then bam, sex toy. And uh, you'll see them. Huh? CBS, yes, CBS has them too, a lot of them. And so that's why when you look at the, the toys, a lot of them look like this. And the reason because is for finding that spot. Tax dollars well spent right there. Tax dollars well spent where you can learn that the G-spot and the prostate are both sexual things. Really? You're really supposed to jam things up your anus, huh? <laughs> that's what's supposed to happen in life? Uh, that's called sodomy in the Bible? And all sodomites, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, go straight to hell. That's Yahweh speaking. Not this teacher at Ed O'Hawks High School who's being paid by your taxpayer dollars to teach your kids that vaginal and anal sex are the same thing. That the G-spot correlates with the prostate. This is criminal behavior and needs to stop. You need whoever, whatever, if you're watching, you're anywhere near Idaho Hawks High School, you need to be at the next school board meeting. Yes, you'll go on Merrick Garland's FBI terrorist watch list if you go there and say that a prostate is not the same as G-spot. But you ought to go ahead and go make your stand. Here's another one. Another, this is from another high school. Look what this teacher's showing. Play it for me. <laughs> Do you see that? That's being shown at a high school. But don't worry, they're not trying to groom your kids in inappropriate sex with adults. Don't worry. 
It's exactly the motive behind it all because these people are perverts. When you look at any fall of any civilization, it's always child sacrifice. It's almost it's always homosexuality, and it's always perverted sex, and including sexual sexual activity with kids, sodomizing sodomizing boys. It's always the same thing. I mean, look at what they're showing. Look at this, Governor Governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, fat turd that he is. The governor of Illinois signed an anti-book book banning bill. Okay, well, shouldn't ban books? Yeah, yeah, you should. Listen, if you're 18 years old, I'm fine with you getting whatever you want to get as long as it doesn't, as long as it's not a criminal act committed against somebody else. Like child pornography. And then you have child pornography, you got to go to prison. Sorry, it's the way it is. We ban those books, right? You ban those books. These books ought to be banned too. Anti-book banning bill. It's hard to say that quickly. Today and displayed books which teach kids about gay sex, promote sex apps, and kink, and contain graphic depictions of sex scenes. Why is J.B. Pritzker so desperate for your kids to read porn? Governor Pritzker, here's his, here's his tweet. Governor Pritzker signs anti-book banning bill at Harold Washington Library in Chicago. Here's a pick of the books. There you go. You want your kids seeing a, a man give another, a, a boy, giving another boy... Oral sex. You want to see that? Another boy-on-boy sex. There you go. By the, by the way, earlier, the guy who got arrested, the first transgender, uh, whatever he was, a politician. What? State yeah, state rep. Thank you. First transgender state rep that got, you know, got arrested. He got arrested for child exploitation uh, material. Didn't say child porn. Is that what this is? And J.B. Prisker, who is a globalist leftist, why does he want kids to see one boy giving a blowjob to another boy? Why, why does J.? I mean, that's what he needs to be asked. From the podium. Hey, J.B., question for you. Tom Lipley, TLP Podcast, question. Why is it that you want eighth grade boys to see, uh, see pictures of eighth grade boys giving oral sex to each other? Why, why is that? Explain that to us. Explain to us how that's beneficial, please. Why do you want that in public libraries and public schools? Why, why exactly do you want that? Tell me, tell me how that benefits anybody. They can't, but they can't say no to it. Again, it's leveraging him into a one-world commerce system. You have the one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by tyranny. In order for you to access the one-world commerce system, you got to be okay with this. Even if you're not, maybe JP's not. But he knows that he will never be president. He'll lose being the governor, whatever, whatever political aspiration he has. He's a multi-billionaire anyway. Again, again, crushing the economy for the middle class as a globalist billionaire. That's what they do because they want to put a system in place where it's haves and haves nots. But I won't digress into that, which I could. Go to the next one for me. Sesame Street, just so you know where Sesame Street stands. On our street, we celebrate inclusion, belonging, and freedom of authentic self-expression. Happy Pride Month to all the people in our neighborhoods. There you go. So you know where uh, Sesame Street stands. Go to the next one for me, Heather. Dr. Anastasia Maria Lopez tweet. Just so you know how it's all connected together, which I don't have time to do that tonight because I'm already 44 minutes over. <laughs> I was supposed to do uh, 90 minutes, uh, 90 minutes of fury. So now I'm at what, Aaron? Uh, an hour? 135. Uh, 100, what, 135 minutes of fury? Yeah, something, something like that. that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> something like 130. Well, it'd be, a hundred, it'd be uh, yeah, well, an hour and a half, hour and 44 minutes of fury. <laughs> Supposed to be 90 minutes. But anyway, just so you see how it's all tied together, globalist institution, globalist manipulation, honey potting, everything else. 
Why does J.P. Morgan agree to pay Epstein's victims $290 million? In a historic class action lawsuit settlement, after it was real, bank continued to do business with him for years despite labeling him as a high-risk client. Strange, isn't it? J.P. Morgan of the list, uh, remember they're trying to crush every bank in the United States with hyperinflation because all of these banks are overly leveraged into bonds that hyperreact to hyperinflation causing those bonds to lose mass value overnight. Various banks that you've seen closed, that's what they were highly invested in. J.P. Morgan is one of the six banks they want to keep. Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs Citigroup, Citigroup, J.P. Morgan. There you go. Thank God for Aaron. So there, there it is. That why is it? Why why is J.P. Morgan tied in with Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein? Because they're all tied in together. These are globalist, leftist, world economic forum institutions. They don't want you to know. But why would J.P. Morgan pay Jeffrey Epstein's legal bills? Why? 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 Why would the FDA? Sue on behalf of Pfizer to try to keep Pfizer's vaccine developmental data sequestered and classified for 75 years. Why would they do that? Because they're all in it together. I don't have time to get into that right now because I'm at 46 minutes over. Robbie Starbuck video. Parents of kids at Edison High School in Huntington Beach, California, where they're wanting to legalize sodomy, basically legalize sodomy on 14-year-old boys. California say this video was played to their kids in math class. Play for me. Pink Floyd, baby, we don't need your education. You're gonna not, they're gonna be indoctrinated. Look, look at how the kids inherently responded to Pride Month propaganda. Ugh, I hear the one kid like drive. Ugh. That's how they that's how that's how you normally when you have people uh I'm gonna say committing, <laughs> engaging in homosexual sex acts on videos. Again, if you want to do that in privacy in your own home, I'm an American. I'm more of a libertarian conservative. Do what you want to do. Go to hell for it. I'm just telling you, do what you want to do. You want to watch porn? Go ahead. I don't want you arrested for watching porn unless it's kitty porn. I don't want you to get arrested for doing it. I don't want you to be arrested for, for having gay sex. But you listen, we don't have hetero pride parades. We don't do any of those things. But why is it that our kids are forced to watch it? And you saw their inherent reaction. Their inherent reaction was disgust. That has to be changed so that they can be groomed into leftist, globalist, bourgeois elitists. And once they're groomed into it, then they try to force everybody else to be groomed into it. Remember, we're gay, we're queer, we're coming for your children. I showed you this at the beginning. Here's just so everybody knows where, where Bud Light still stands. Just play that side by side if you can, Aaron. Just mute it because I've already showed it before. Showed it in the pregame, I think. But just so everybody knows... That's where Bud Light still stands. And that, you know, they, that was from a day or two ago. It's Pride Month. You see it, Pride 2023, official sponsor. So Bud Light hasn't repented. I think, I'm trying to remember, Aaron, what the data was that you told me, how much they lost already. It's billions. They're down 33% in sales right now, but they're doubling down. Why do they double down? Because they're owned by these globalist corporations that are purposely causing their bankruptcy so that whether it's BlackRock, whether it's Vanguard, whether it's any of these other globalist institutions, you can bring it back to me. Whether it's any of these other global institutions, they own Disney, they own, they own Bud Light, they own Target, 
They purposely want to sabotage their stock so that these global institutions like BlackRock and Vanguard, BlackRock owns a substantial portion of Fox. That's why Tucker got can Tucker, they've lost half their audience. That's on purpose. So that they can cause Fox's stock to go way, way down, to just absolutely submarine their stock so that they can come in and buy all the stock. They did the same thing. George Soros did the same thing with Vice TV, the Vice channel on, on DirecTV. Forced all of this Pride Month, all of this transgender agenda stuff, all this woke agenda stuff onto the Vice channel, which used to be a good channel. It, was, I mean, it wasn't a right-wing channel. It was, it was more of a left-wing channel, but it had some good stuff on it. But it went hyper-woke, hyper-transgender, hyper-left, and they crashed. They just went bankrupt. But the holder, of, basically, uh, George Soros had given them a $200 million loan. So he, and he, owned, so he basically owned them. It was basically he owned the mortgage on the Vice Channel, which was worth a couple billion dollars. But George Soros got it for $200 million because he sabotaged their stock values using the woke agenda. That's the part you're wondering, why would Bud Light ruin their own company? Because their minority, their minority majority stock owners are mandating that they do it through ESG and DNI. I hope that, does that make sense, Aaron? Yeah, 100%. All right, All right here we go. Uh, Fabian B- uh, Basabe tweet, just so you know where, where Disney stands. Disney's somewhere between 40 and 50 billion they've lost so far by going woke. By their, by their producers going on video saying that they were purposely indoctrinating your kids with queer agenda, putting as much queer agenda narrative uh, characters, queer agenda, you know, what, what queer agenda narratives inside of their programming for kids. That's what they, they came out on video and acknowledged it. New box office numbers are showing that Disney has lost a cumulative $890 million on their last eight theatrical releases. Everyone, everyone blames. Ron DeSantis, Disney canceled its contracts to build offices in Orlando. <laughs> this is why they're canceling their contracts. Ron DeSantis is whooping, is, is kicking Disney's butt. Does it mean you're a DeSantis guy, Tom? I am a DeSantis guy for, for governor of Florida. I don't know where I stand. I'm a president I, for president. I lean Trump. I'm just telling you, they're not, not Ron DeSantis not losing to Disney. You'll hear. People on the Trump side say that they're wrong. She has Democrats say that they're wrong. And I'm a Trump guy. I'm just telling you, I lean Trump. But Ron DeSantis is kicking the crap out of Disney. Nobody cares here. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares if Disney closes. Nobody cares. Everyone thinks we're, we're going to cry. I don't even, I don't even, I mean, I, I went to school in Orlando. I never went to Disney one time. I hate Disney. I don't hate Disney. I, I, I hate Disney now because they're woke. But I just hate Disney because I don't like to stand there all day for three and a half hours waiting to get into, uh, you know, whatever ride there is, Space Mountain, or it's a small world. Three and a half hours? No, thank you. You're just a big, you're just a, you're just a giant, you're just one of many thousands upon thousands of cattle standing in line. I hate it. Paying $17 for a 32-ounce drink. But new box office numbers are showing that Disney has lost a cumulative $890 million on the last eight theatrical releases because everyone can see it's ham-fisted with injecting its movies with themes specifically aimed to bump up its DEI ESG ratings. See what I mean? Why would Disney kill its own company off? Because it's like when I say minority-majority ownership, majority-majority stock owners, I mean they're... Their biggest minority stock owners, like Vanguard, like BlackRock with Fox. Why would Fox fire 
their number one pundit, their number, the host of their number one show, and they immediately lose half their audience because their minority, majority stock owner tells them to via ESG, via DEI, via misinformation or disinformation, whatever it may be. It's all the same agenda using different tactics. All right, almost two hours. Almost just seven minutes short of two hours of fury. I've got a lot of videos to follow still, too. So if you want to hang out, 567 people still on. We'll do about 90 seconds worth of, uh, you'll hear a little preaching spiel from me. 90 seconds and then a whole bunch of videos. And I mean, I think about almost all, there's a few ones that I've played before, but almost all of them are new that I've never played before. Love you all back here Thursday night. That, I'm going to stick to it. Uh, I shouldn't make that promise. <laughs> I'm going to try to try to stick to Thursday night, 90 minutes of fury. Love you all. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. See you Thursday night. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? summarized in two words Holy Ghost nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you the unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost you got it narrow is the way and few find it we are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost that's the much that was given to you